Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Now with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks, here's 105.7 FM The Fans High School Insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. We are live courtside of the 14th annual Rick Majerus WBY shootout on the campus of Concordia University in Mequon. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co-host, and I'm telling you, man, he is ready to go. He's uh, an author getting undressed from paralysis to purpose. Merry Christmas, David. How are you? Hey, good morning. How you doing, buddy? Good. Hey, you, uh, know, you know, I don't care what anybody says about you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you man. Are, you are <laughs> the hardest working man in radio. That's well, all I got to say. You know what? I grew up in a family where my dad said the worst word in the English language was lazy. Whatever you do, don't let them call you lazy. Well, you're and not I lazy. I'm going to tell you that, that right now. I took that to heart, I guess, man. My whole opinion changed about you the last 36 hours. Man, I appreciate that. It's How bad was it before that? <laughs> yeah, that's so good. <laughs> Hey, um, you had a good holiday? Good Christmas? Absolutely, man. Good. It was a great time. Very Family's good. here. My brother and sister are in town. In fact, they're leaving today, and so it's always good to have family around. Are they listening to the show, you think? Uh, yeah, probably. They're probably at the airport. You know, what, what, what's, uh, what's your brother's name? William. Yeah, William, his wife. You, did you read the book? I did. Yeah. yeah. But look, the people are listening, <laughs> maybe they haven't. See, this was a segue. I was going to say what's his name, and I'd say you could read about him if you picked up the book. But don't worry about it. I'm not going to sell any more books for you. I've been selling too many. In fact, I've been buying too many books, and I have to thank you. Because the the, the books that I bought as gifts for my family members went over big. Um, I, I got to tell the story. So we're at my, uh, my brother John's house, and uh, we picked names out of the hat. You know, at Thanksgiving, so I had my sister Colleen, and one of the gifts I got her was a book that you signed. You were kind enough to sign. And so I'm sitting next to my mom, and Colleen opened the book, and I explained what the book and who you are. And my mom in the middle kept going, "Did you get, you got me a book, right? Because she, she'd asked me to get her a book. And I go, yeah, yeah. And so I'm telling her, she's like, you got me a book, right? And I'm like, yeah, I did. And I explained more about it. And she's like, you got me one, right? I go, Ma, would you just, yes, here. And I cried, went in the bag, got it to her. And she goes, okay, good. And, and just, that was it. She stopped and, and she read what you read, what you wrote to her, which is to my best friend I've never met. That's right. You know, David Cooks. <laughs> and she really laughed. And, and thank you for that. Hey, this uh, WBY shootout, you've coached in that. I've coached in that. Um, I've come, you know, every year we've been a partner with Mark. And uh, got a chance to come out and see it. I, every year, I, I, it just seems to get better and better. And with the addition of the Rick Majerus Foundation, um, who have been a great partner now with, with, with Mark the last couple of years, it's just a wonderful event for people to come out and watch high school basketball. Yeah, you know, I, I loved being a coach and ha having my teams here a lot. And you get to see um, play against teams that you normally don't get to see in your area. And it's just wall-to-wall -wall basketball. I mean, if, if you're out there today and you're looking for something to do on a Saturday, uh, today would be a great day to come and, and just yeah. see a lot of great basketball. Ten bucks gets you in, and you can stay all day long. It's not like it's a session and they they kick you out and make you pay again. You come in, you want to watch one game, two games, five games, nine games. My alma mater is playing right now. They're down 6-4. Milwaukee Mesmer against Manitowoc around Collie. And, uh, you know, I, I went up to the Mesmer boys when they were warming up and started singing 
hailed to the my alma mater and then M-E-S-S-M-E-R. And they all looked at me. I said, hey, I'm a proud Mesmer grad. And they said, okay, we're going to make you proud today. I said, well, you, man, good luck. <laughs> man, to all proud colleagues, no joke, yeah, they're going to bring it. So it should, should be good games. I mean, it's been great just seeing so many competitive games and, and games coming down to the wire and, 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 and just seeing kids compete. And you know something? And having fun out here. Hey, you know what? We talked about this, and I'm going to bring this up. Um, as as a, when we coach, and I'm sure that you had the same thing where you you don't listen to anything behind you. You, you know what? As coaches, we, we I think that's a uh, either a gift or or a taught learned uh, experience that we we do, we make ourselves not do that. It, that was really hard for me the other <laughs> night against Berkeley Central. In fact, with a minute to go, I got caught into maybe saying something I certainly didn't. Um, but then you made a comment, and you were sitting, not not by me, on the bench, but sitting off into the corner, and you said, man, how how can these kids play with so many coaches in the stands? And I said, you know what? I think some of the, most of the coaches right behind me, you said, no, you should have been sitting by me. Oh. And so we had that conversation. I said, let's talk about it. It's really difficult um, when 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 you when you're trying to actually coach the kids because you see them in practice every day and you feel like you know what they can and can't do, and then 40 other people in the stands are yelling for them to do something else, makes it it makes it hard and hard for these kids not to not to hear it. Yeah, you know, I, I was I was just um, I guess baffled. I, I didn't realize that that high school coaching staffs were so large. Yeah, um, I mean, that they they extend from from the bench all the way over into the stands. And so during the game, I was listening to some of the instruction that some of the players were being given, and, and I, I just wondered how they could really stay focused on what they were supposed to do. And so I thought it, it put the kids at a real disadvantage sometime because they have so many voices, and, and the people who aren't at practice every day and aren't there with the kids every day, I mean, they have an opinion, and, and they might have some things that are valid, but that's probably not the time or the, or the place to do that. Look, if you, you know what? I was uh, I had a conversation a long time ago with a parent after another parent this is coaching grade school and a parent came into the locker room after the kids left and he was laying me out pretty good and uh, I you know what it, 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 it literally brought me into tears after he left and I didn't realize how, how much I cared about it and how much I loved it until this guy really and he was a Milwaukee police officer. And he kind of had me up on the locker, and, 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 he, and it, it got to be kind of bad, right? So then he left, and I closed the door, and, and I, I couldn't believe the reaction that I had, which was tears coming down my face. And then there's a knock on the door, and I didn't answer Another knock on the door, and I didn't answer it. And finally, the guy was pounding, and I opened it. It was another parent who was standing out there listening. He came in, and this guy was about 6'8", and he hugged me, and he said, Look, here's the deal. It's not your job as a grade school coach to make my, my kid a basketball player. That's my job as his father. Your job is to tweak, tweak his game a little bit. You know, try to help him, try to get him to see the different things. But a pure basketball player, that guy has spent no time in the gym with his son. Zero. And he thinks that hour and a half on Tuesday and that hour and a half on Thursday, you're supposed to put him in the NBA. That's my job as a father. So don't you know what? And I was embarrassed because I had to. He said, man, don't be embarrassed. That means you care right. about these kids. Yep. And you know what? But you need, to, you need to wipe those tears away. You need to get your head up. And you need to walk out. And you need to, look, you have 12 kids on this team and 11 parents think you're doing a great job. Man, you're picking our kids up. You're taking them home. You're doing all this. And that knucklehead, 
He said, don't worry about it. Yeah, you, you can't get caught up in that. And, and, you know, you just, at the end of the day, you know, you want to do what's best for the kids. Right. I mean, and that's, I think that's why all of us who are in, got involved in this game do this. And I, and I also think that sometimes, you know, parents and AAU coaches and all the people that are extended coaches during the games have the same intention. I think sometimes there's a time and a place for everything. And, um, and I just think out of respect for what the coaches are doing, you know, allow the coaches to coach their team. Uh, because those coaches have a strategy and a plan for that game, and those players know that going in. Right. And if they hear something different from a, a respected voice uh, in the middle of a, of a game, they may go off page. Right. And and then as a coach, you're wondering, what in the world are you doing? And you know what? And and if there's if there's three behind my bench and there's four over by you and there's six over on this side, who do they li- – you know, and, and I don't know if players can do what we do as coaches, which is, you know, just stop. You know what? Just stop and let these kids play. And if you want to talk to them, get them in the car on the way home and say, hey, look, you need to shoot the ball better. You need to defend better. You need to. My favorite is, and I heard it from behind me and you said you heard it, time to take over the game. Take over the game. Well, you know what? We've worked all week on penetrating kick. <laughs> penetrating kick. You want to yell penetrating kick? Yell that. Absolutely. Take over the game. Take over. The, you know that's not coaching anyway. That's that's all about uh, self promotion. And and unfortunately, that's kind of where we are. And and as coaches, you're gonna have to figure out how to uh, navigate through that with your players and teach your players how to navigate through that and and stay focused. Part of being success, successful in life is 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 tuning out the noise. Right. And that's something but that we've got to teach our young men. How old were you when you got to, to learn that? Because I was about 40. So, you know what? <laughs> so these kids are 15 years old. And to be able to tune out the noise, I, here's, my, here's the best story for me. We, we're, I'm coaching at Dominican. We're up at the Cold Center in a state, uh, state final, right? And during a state semifinals, because during the, the, the uh, run-throughs, the, you know, you got to run on the court for a half hour and yep. get a little walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? Ray Nixon was playing at Madison. Madison. And he came to our walkthrough. And he said, look, I'll be there tomorrow. Can't wait. Blah, blah, blah. So the next day, we win. And I get in the car. My wife and, and, and my wife, Terry, my daughter, Katie, my son, Matthew. And I said, man, that how disappointing. I thought Ray was going to be here. And my wife said, you're kidding, right? And I said, no. He said he was going to be here. She said, Michael, he, would, he had a Dominican banner. He was running up and down behind the bench, getting the crowd going, going nuts. I go, are you kidding? She goes, you're serious. You didn't hear or see him. I said, no. She goes, wow. She goes, he was, he, it was obvious he was here. And I never, and that's when I realized that I, you know what, I don't hear. Well, these, these guys the other night. They, heard, they, 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 heard they were, you know what, they weren't just behind me. They were next to me. <laughs> and I can tell you this, that we were right at the end going offense to defense, and I missed one rotation on it. The Coach Wallersheim said, don't you think he should be in? And I went, yeah, I met, because I, all of a sudden I wanted to turn and tell these guys, hey, listen, you need to knock it off. And um, so I missed a rotation. So I'm back to not hearing anything behind me, hopefully tonight at 730 <laughs> when we play Brookfield East because we're going to have to be focused as a staff Absol- yeah, to you, have any chance to be focused so tonight. You know, I'm watching Manitowoc Crown Collie play right now, and he is – Joe Rux is his mentor. This is Rux was at Roncalli. He was his assistant. So what they're running now is what, and his is about five steps above this. Right. But man, oh yeah, man, this is what you're going to see. They're, this is what we're going to see. They're going to play hard. They're going to they're going to defend. They're going to run you through 25 picks. You're going to have to figure out how to how to not follow them. Right. Uh, you have any advice or? <laughs> 
Well, you know, I, I'm not on your staff. So oh, come I'm not, on, I'm not man. Go there. Come on, man. You're, you know what? I thought we were friends because, you know what? We've been up all night watching Rucks and stuff, and we decided we just might not show up tonight. Uh, yeah, well, I don't think that's a good idea either. No. no. You, you, know what? you guys, you guys I, show up i got to tell you something. You know, first loss of the year against a really good Brookfield Central team. And you were here. Uh, Brook Central, those guards, I, I'm just telling you, mentally and physically as tough as you're going to find. Man, they, they played a lot of basketball. Nothing gets them rattled. And our first loss. And the fear for me was how these kids were going to respond to that at practice yesterday. Yeah. Everybody was like 15 minutes early. Everybody was – it was – it was – I don't know if it was as good a practice as we've had, but it, these kids were tuned in, ready to go. No heads were down. Here we go. Let's, uh, let's get after it. And, and that's seniors. Yes. That's seniors. You and, know that's, what? and that's tradition too. I mean, you, you guys have, have built a, a tradition out there. Right. And they understand, um, you know, it's not the end of the world that you had a loss. And, and the, how you respond to adversity – is a real test of a team. Yes. And, and that's what we'll find out tonight. We'll see what you guys are made of tonight. Correct. And how you respond. That is, has nothing to do with the, the, the outcome of the game, but how you respond Correct. is going to be important tonight. Yeah, and I, you know what? And that's the part I'm most excited about. Look, it's a non-conference game in December. Right. Right? So, th- th- I mean, let's break it down. That's really what it is. Now it's a bit nice showcase tournament. You want to play well, and you're coming off your first loss. I can tell you this, that we had a kid in the locker room, and this is going inside baseball a little bit, but I'm going to go with it. Yeah. Darius Crowley-Reed, who is the best football player that Martin Luther, the school, I think has ever had. Right. Doesn't play a ton for us in basketball, but is a leader, big time. Gets in defensively, gets after a little bit. Number three. Yes. And as nice a kid as you'll ever meet. You want to talk about a kid that faith-based, strong, all of it, right? Best interview I've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. There you ever. go. Yeah. So he, we get done, his coach is talking. He said, I got something to say. He said, look, fellas, we've been walking a little bit high on the horse. He said, a lot of us, some of us, some guys here thought maybe we can't get, maybe we'll go undefeated. Okay, that's done now. You know what? I, we're going to be this roller coaster. Now it's a little bit of a low. What are we going to do? As men, what do we do next? Next, next game up, what do we get? I'm telling you, I'd run through the wall. The kid's 17 years old. Right. And I thought, okay, we're, you know what? We're okay. Gonna we'll be, be, we're we're going to be just gonna fine. You're going to be just fine. Hey, listen, let me run down today's show. Oh, hey. I got nothing. We, hey, we got a show today? Well, yeah. You know we what? got a lot of show today. And you know what, Cooks? Normally, you know me. I, I got everything lined up. This is what we're doing at, at, at 1017, at 1022. I got nothing. All we're going to do is we're at courtside at Concordia University, and we're going to just we're gonna cherry pick guys. And Nick, Nick is back. Leonard Daly is back. I can't believe it. He, uh, I thought after yesterday he wouldn't show, but he's here. And we're going to just have him go find guys. And we'll just start talking to people that are basketball people, some coaches, uh, maybe some officials. Uh, maybe no official. No, me. I, I got to find we can, out. We can do officials. I got to find out. But what, no, you probably can't do officials. I, gotta, I can do officials. I got to find out what a moving screen is before we play Brookfield oh, East. <laughs> hey, let's, let's, get to, let's, get to, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue. Uh, this is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, as always, presented by your local Pick and Save stores. We're live from the 14th Annual Rick Majerus WBY Shootout at Concordia University. He's David Cooks. I'm Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, 
Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. We are presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. And we are live at Concordia University for the 14th annual Rick Majerus WBY Shootout. We are now joined by the head basketball coach at Mineral Point, Dan Bernson. Dan, uh, how are you? Hold on. Hold, uh, hit that. Uh, there you go. Yep. There you go. Dan, how are you doing? Doing, doing good, Mike. Thanks. Good. So far, so good this year, right? Yeah, we're doing okay. You know, we've been a work in progress. I think every year you are. And, you know, even though we've got a lot of kids returning, we you know, lost a couple of kids from a year ago. So, you know, trying to see how the pieces fit together. Yep. Hey, Coach, you guys, uh, I've seen Brookfield Academy get your hands full today. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're really good. You know, we've seen them a couple times, and they just got a lot of weapons. They get up and down the court really well. And they just seem to be a total package. I mean, they can shoot it on the perimeter. They got some bigs. They got some quicks. I mean, it's going to take a really good effort by us today. Coach, when, when you get a chance to come down to a, uh, a shootout uh, like like the WBY, now you, you guys come down here. Uh, this is a great place for yeah. you guys to get a chance to play some, some different competition. Your kids like coming? Absolutely. I mean, you can't beat the competition. It's a great team builder as well, getting away for a couple of days. We actually came in on Thursday, went to the Bucks game Thursday night, so it's been a good weekend for us. Man, that's fun. That's yeah, fun. absolutely. Good for you. Where'd you guys sit? Uh, we, were, we were up pretty high, <laughs> but it was kind of neat because uh, – a few of our guys got on the court at halftime for Simon Says. Did they? Uh, oh, yeah, they really? Yeah. They, uh, they didn't fare real well. I guess you know, a couple guys lasted a while, but it was neat for them. Just to see the new arena, it was fantastic. Hey, Coach, let's talk about your conference yeah. a little bit. Um, Cuba City, anytime you get a chance to coach against Jerry a couple times a year, right? Yeah, at, le- at least twice, yeah. He's, uh, he's a legend. There's no question about it, and they're always really, really good. They've got a lot of kids back. You know, Darlington in our league right now, they're playing really well. Uh, they were, uh, there have been a little bit of a surprise, but they got two of the better kids in the league. Finnemore is really good. It's, it's a battle night in and night out. Um, so it, it'll be interesting. Coach, when, uh, you know, Coach Pettigrew has had, I don't know, he's won like 8,000 games or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. You yeah. know, yeah. Hey, look, I, I, I covered, I was up at the state tournament five years ago, and he said, look, this is my last year. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then the year next year he said, this is my last year, and he, he keeps going. And, I, I, you know what, I think high school basketball in the state of Wisconsin is better when he's yeah. there. So I hope he just keeps coaching as long as possible. Um, but when you get a chance to, to be in that conference with a guy that's won that many games, did, does he change much? Do you, do you have to scout him anymore? Oh, absolutely. Because I think the one thing, to, in order to coach as long as he has coached, you've got to be able to adjust a little bit. You can't just be the same person you were even five years ago. So he does a great job matching the talent that he has and finding a system to fit them. And I tell you this, anytime you play him, you better be ready for multiple defenses because they're going to throw a ton of things at you. Does he still run that 1-3-1? He runs, he's back to the 1-3-1 this year. Uh, he plays some man, but I know that every time we play him, we'll see a little triangle in two. Oh, you know, man. you'll see all well. kinds of stuff. So it, it takes a little preparation. Hey, look, if I was I was coaching against you, I'd probably make sure that uh, the Lindsey kid, somebody was close to him, right? Well, and I'm sure they will do that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he's a good player. He's a good player. Yeah, he really is. He's, uh, you know, been my point guard for the last couple years. He was a junior at this point in time, and he started every game since his beginning of his freshman year. So wow. really solid for us. So yeah, can, you, and, and you got yeah. another year and a half with him. So. Absolutely, and I, right. I need to enjoy that time. You, you yeah. don't have to start crying now, man. No, you still no, got him. No, yeah. <laughs> hey, how is the, the youth program in Mineral? point is that your the feeder program yeah. for you guys you do a nice job with that absolutely i mean our youth program is uh, is our foundation and without that we would not you know have any any kind of success at all um and it takes a lot of people to make that work in fact uh, isaac Lindsay's dad is, is a big part of that program 
Boy, that, uh, that, that fits. Has he got any other sons coming? He does. Eli is a oh. sixth six grader. So. <laughs> sixth grader. Yeah, yeah, we'll see if I can hang on that long. Yeah, yeah. Does, does he need to get religioned up and head down to Greenville Martin Luther? Uh, I think we're okay. I know that. I'm not recruiting, Coach. I'm, I'm just, just recommending recommendations. highly suggested. I've got a spare bedroom. How tall is the young man? I think he's going to be bigger than Isaac, to be oh, honest with you. Oh, yeah. man. No, he's going to have some good size, I think. Yeah, you're yeah. going to stick around for oh, a while, well, aren't yeah. you? Well, I'd like to. How long have you been coaching at Mineral Point? This is my 24th year as head coach. Wow, good for yeah, you. Yeah, it's been around a while. You so. know what? I love to hear that, Coach, because, you know, there, there's uh, this day and age, you don't win a state championship in a couple of years, they start li- You oh, know, yeah, I love yeah. 24 years. How Have you guys gotten to the state? Gotten to the state. Dominican beat us in 15 in the finals. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You know, he knew that. <laughs> no, he, he, he knew that. Don't, let me let me take this over. Yeah, you're right. There. Thank you, coach. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about what we can see today when we watch you play. Well, you know, you know, we mix it up a little bit defensively. We played all man yesterday, but you know, we do throw some one three one in once in a while. And offensively, you know, we've got a couple different sets we go to. We run some what we call spread, and we run some dribble drive. But uh, you know, we try to move the ball around. You know, we'll get up and down the court when the opportunity presents itself. But I don't know if we want to get in a track meet with these guys today because they get them done really well. Yeah, they do, and and uh, you know, they have size and the Clary kid. Absolutely, he, he can. He's special. He, yeah. Well, and it used to be he would just go from one. Court corner to the other so you could kind of yeah now he's getting stuff off the dribble he absolutely he's, is. He's, he's coming off screens he's fading he's curling he uh and they look for him yeah yeah what's interesting about that team i had them on my show they were in studio a couple weeks ago and all those kids know their role yeah the point, absolutely the point card said look i I think I could shoot better than he does, so I'm going to keep firing it. And then he said it right out of the air, and it made me laugh. And, and Clara just shook his head. But the other kid said, look, my role is to set screens and defend. Yeah. My role is to set screens yeah. and rebound. My re- and, and they, they ex- fully accept the role, which makes the team dangerous, I think, in my eyes. Makes them really dangerous, yeah. And then they absolutely do. I mean, and they, they can say that, but they do that. I mean, right. you watch right. them play, and they do accept those roles, yep. and they do. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, that, that makes, uh, again, that, that kids that are 16 years old all watch Seth Curry, and they think they're – they're the three-point shooter. They're the yeah. ones going to the NBA. But kids that will say, hey, look, to get on the floor, I know what I have to do, and I'm going to do it. And then you got something. Yeah, then you, you then, yeah I agree. Yep. Coach, um, last question before we get to your locker room. I, I had a guy on a show I do call Faith in the Zone. Um, I asked him if kids have changed over the years. And he said, no, I don't think so. I think we've changed. Yeah. And I'm wondering, because you've been coaching now for a yeah. bit, in, in your eyes, have, have these kids changed or have we changed or – I'm going to agree with what what, he, what that gentleman said because I think I don't think kids have changed, you know. And I've heard I heard Tom Izzo make that same statement. And you know, kids are the same, and you're going to get out of them what you expect from them. I think, you know. And, and, and are things a little different than they were a few, a few years ago? Absolutely. But I don't know that kids have changed that much. It's interesting. Twenty four years. Twenty four years. Twenty four years. Now I've been do I've been coaching basketball thirty six. This is wow. my last year, coach. It is it? your yeah. last. Yeah, and I've you know what I've told my wife that fifteen times. She keeps thinking I'm like Brett Favre, but I haven't told other people. So now I've got people that are going to hold me accountable for that decision. Coach Wallersheim's like, yesterday we we're talking. And I said, look, we got a chance. I mean, you have a chance. Goes, no, no, you just that's said it. me, and I said, no, that's hold on a second. That's not what I meant. You know, what I meant was you're going to have a chance to be pretty good next year. So. Um, I think, and I didn't think that until this guy put that in my head. Yeah. And and he said, look, when I was a head football coach at the NCAA Division One level, I was 26 years old. I was single, and I was cool. 
Yeah. He's now yeah. 44. I'm married with three kids. All I want to do is get out of practice, go see my kids. They haven't changed. I've changed. Yeah. He yeah, said the difference point. is they're doing all the idiot things I did as freshman in college, yeah. but they're posting it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hey, good point. I, it, I, and I told you last question. Now I have one more. I'm sorry. Uh, the community of Mineral Point really behind your program, and, and they come out Friday night at home special for you guys? Oh, absolutely. I think anytime we play at home is special for us. You know, we've had some people that have made it really special. We have an atmosphere there when we play at home, and, and I think that helps us. Yeah, that's great. Dan, thank you so much. Thank you, Mike. Mineral Point, good luck against uh, Brookfield Academy. And uh, I'm hoping Martin Luther and Mineral Point, you know, maybe we'll get a chance. We played last year. We played year. last year, yeah. It was a good ball game. Yeah, you guys are you're younger. Yeah. And uh, uh, it was a really good game. Yeah. So uh, good luck the rest of the way. If you see Coach Pettigrew, please tell him I say hello. Okay, I will do that. Thanks, guys. You Appreciate bet. Let's, it. Let's, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue. We're live at courtside of the Rick Majerus, the 14th annual Rick Majerus WBY shootout on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. This is David Cook's co-host. Uh, Mike McGivern is busy doing TV work or something. Who knows? Uh, we're at the 14th annual Rick Majerus WBY shootout here at Concordia University in Mequon, Wisconsin. I'm joined now by Jake Jurs. He is a, a senior captain here at the uh, university, Concordia University here in Wisconsin. Sheboygan Lutheran graduate has played here at the WBY shootout. I um, think you were a state champion with uh, some kid named Decker, Sam Decker or something like that. Yeah, I uh, got to play with Sam as I was a freshman. He was a senior uh, before he went to uh, Wisconsin the next year. Uh, played here twice. Uh, we played two games here against Cuba City and Racine, uh, Racine Lutheran, who we ended up beating in the state championship later in, uh, later that year. Well, fantastic. Now, you um, you have played here before. Uh, you've got a brother, I believe, that has played here. Just kind of a little family tradition for you now. Yeah, so I played here my freshman year, my junior year. Um, and then my brother played, my middle brother, Jared, played here last year. And my brother, Jonah, was a freshman on that team. And now my brother, Jonah, won uh, two games yesterday, uh, the last two, days. last two days. Yeah. That's fantastic. So your brother, your brother, you have two brothers and your second you're the oldest then, is that right? I'm the oldest of the brothers. I got an older sister. Uh, people usually forget about her. That's kind of the family joke. Uh, she always she always likes that uh, or wants us to tell tell people that she is she is part of the family still though. Absolutely. <laughs> so t- let's talk a little bit about the WBY shootout and your experience here. Like the memories and, and and how important this is for you as a player and and what it meant for you to come to Concordia University, be on a big college court, play against other players. Let's talk about some of those memories you have. Yeah, so I played here as a, as a, uh, I think I was 15, um, as a freshman on varsity, um, and playing with Sam. There was there was big crowds. Um, I, we were just talking to Coach Cassie about this, where the, we played Cuba City at I think the noon game or one o'clock game, and the whole place was sold out. There was standing room only. Uh, people weren't let in it was so packed they were they were they're lined up outside the door and it was it was completely full so that was a pretty cool experience playing in that um being a being a young freshman it was a little nerve-wracking but it was it was really cool to play in front of a bunch of people and then um obviously coming to concordia it's really cool to play on the floor that i've already played here um so that was that was cool as well let's talk a little bit about your team that you're on right now i know you guys got off to a great start 
uh, had a little bit of a setback in your last game, and, and then you're uh, back on the hardwood, I think, this Sunday against Oshkosh. So how's your season going? You know, what's your outlook? What, what, do you, what, do you, what, are you, what are you doing? Are you having fun? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Great group of guys. Um, meshing, a lot, uh, meshing together pretty well this year. Um, we started off with White, uh, Platteville and Whitewater, so that was those were two pretty tough games. Played hard, lost both of those, and then we started off 5-0 and in conference and then just lost to Illinois Tech. Um, Sunday's, tomorrow's going to be a big game against Oshkosh. They're a good team, and it'll be a good challenge for us. So um, let's talk a little bit about what, what do you do uh, outside of basketball. What are, what are the interests do you have? What are you studying while you're here? All right, so um, basketball is one of my biggest uh, things. I do a lot with basketball, but when I'm not, uh, I'm studying education, so I'll be student teaching here in, uh, in the spring. I'll be at St. Paul's Grafton and then probably at Milwaukee Lutheran second uh, in, for the fourth quarter. Fantastic. Hey, Hey, did our hey did, did our ratings just go up? Yeah, the ratings went way <laughs> they up. Went, they, they went way up. Didn't Welcome they? back. Yeah. yeah, thanks, man. I, you know, had to do a little thing for the athlete. Uh, I do a TV segment uh, with Craig Harden in a show called The Athlete that airs. Uh, it won't air this Sunday, but next Sunday on Channel Twenty Four at eleven o'clock on Sundays. And I got a chance to interview Mark Miller and. And I knew, I mean, I left it in capable hands. Hey. We're still on the air, which is amazing. <laughs> and we're talking a little Concordia basketball. Absolutely. You're se- senior captain? Yep. You, do you miss uh, having Coach Cooks around? No, huh? Oh, I miss Coach Cooks. Oh, I texted, I texted him uh, after the first weekend. I texted him that I missed him, and uh, we were thinking about him. <laughs> do you know, I tried to trade him back to Sean Cassidy for a player to be named later. Oh. And uh, Sean said, no, nah, that's all right. You keep him. No, he actually was not happy that he's not with you guys. And, and uh, how does the team look this year? You guys playing well? Yeah, we're playing pretty well. We were just talking about uh, the first few games. But um, after last year, we were uh, a little disjointed at times. So I think it's coming to, going a lot better this year. Playing at, at this level, uh, you played at Sheboygan Lutheran, correct? Um, did you play with Decker? Yeah, I was a freshman. He's a senior. Yep. So, so that shot he hit. That we still see all the time. In fact, the guy that uh, um, who took the three-quarter court shot that almost made it is a coach at Racine St. Catharines now. Okay, yeah. And uh, every time I see him, I'll, you know, I'll bring it up. He was an intern at our station. Clay, right? Clay. And yep. I'd see him in the hallway, and I'd say, hey, that shot. He goes, man, I don't want to talk about it. Please, I don't want to talk about it. He said, I still see it in my nightmares. It's a lot like uh, Gordon Hayward in uh yes. national championship game. But, yeah, Sam, that, that last second shot, that was awesome. People forget that the first the game before that was really close, too, and he had a big three in that game, too. But uh, I always joke with Sam that I was on the floor for that last second shot, and I was open in the corner. If he would have passed it to me, I, you know, I would have been the star. And yeah. I'd be in the NBA right now. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, and think about, hey, I don't know what the girls look like at Sheboygan Luther, but you, if you hit that shot, all of a sudden you get a, a date from prom and stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, the the, the difference between playing at high school level, um, and 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 if you can talk to me about academics and playing, um, as far as the difference and what it takes for a kid to play, kid that's the, that's listening right now that thinks that they want to play. Um, in college basketball, I think there's a spot for you. I do. And, oh, yeah. and if, if you love the game, you're willing to work hard. But the difference between playing at uh, the difference between playing at the high school level and the college level is is what for you? Yeah. So um, coming out of high school, you know, there's a I was I got the ball a lot. You kind of get you get shooting right away. You can do whatever way you want. Uh, as a senior, you're kind of the man. Right. And then uh, you come, I came in as a freshman. I didn't play much. I had to work really hard. Um, 
college basketball is a, is a big adjustment. There's a lot of work that goes into it. You can't just, you know, not work hard in the summers. The off seasons are long. You got to work hard. Um, but but it's definitely doable. It, it's it's worth it. Um, yeah, for that freshman year, do you, do you remember going back to your dorm thinking, "What am I doing?" You know what? I because now you're playing against men. You remember as a freshman in high school when you're playing against a good team and you're on varsity and you got to go against Decker at practice. That's kind of what it's like again, right? You're back down to the lowest of the, t- the totem pole. Yeah, I mean, uh, didn't get much playing time, so you know, you after games you're thinking, "What what what am I doing wrong? What do I got to work on?" I'd stay in the gym late. I'd go lift after games, you know, do anything, watch more film. You know, you just you just want to be on the floor. And, you know, when you're playing as a senior, you, you know, you get, you get you're playing, you're at the top, and then you're all the way back down. Right. So you got to get back up there and work on that. And so. this, this experience that he's describing is, is, is independent of the level of college basketball Correct. you play. Whether you're playing yes. Division three or at a scholarship level, there's an adjustment for every freshman. And, and for freshmen to come in and get a chance to play right away, you, you, you must be really special. Uh, otherwise, there is a learning curve, and, and, right. and there's time, and you got to have guys be patient. I mean, the biggest thing, one of my biggest things I did when I was here was try to t- work with the freshmen and just try to w- talk them through that process because they were always right there on the cliff ready to jump off, and I'm like, just hang in there, man. It's going to be all right. Don't, don't quit. It's going to be fine. Give it some time. We are talking to Jake Juris, who is a senior captain here at uh, Concordia University. He played WBY um, a, a while back, right? When you were a senior or when you were? Yeah, so I played as a freshman with Sam, and okay. then as a junior I played here. I think I, I think I only won one game here. Competition was was tough, Stiff, and yeah. they put we're D five, so um, Mark put us against some D three, D four. It was really good competition, but um, it was tough. Yeah. Hey, did, you've got to be proud of what Sheboygan Lutheran looks like right now. Oh, oh yeah, they're good. They're yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, my brother's on that team. Um, Jacob Nasovich is awesome. Uh, Casey Verhagen's a freshman. He played really well. Um, they got five or six guys that are, are really good. Is, is, is he coaching with them or something? Is that legal? I, is no, that legal? I don't know, but he knows their I coach, stuff. Man. I coach their summer league Look team this that. year. Yes, so. he does. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. he does. Hey, um, with with Sheboygan Luther, and, and, and I tell our kids, I, I'm coaching at Martin Luther now, and I tell these kids, and I have for years, and I get a look a lot, like, man, oh, man, you don't know what you're talking about. Do you feel like Friday night home games against a rival in high school is as good as it gets. Do you miss those days? Oh, yeah. I, I, some people might not agree with me, but I like playing on the road on Friday nights, too. You get the people on oh, you. They're, there you they're go. yelling at you. They don't like you on the Jake, road. Jake, you're a nice guy. Who would ever do that? Not on the road. I don't, not a lot of teams in the conference uh, like me, I don't think. <laughs> hey, who, who was the big uh, competition for you back then? Who, who was the team that you thought, man, I can't wait to go play them? As a, as a kid walk, growing up, I was always, we got to beat Oosburg, got to beat Oosburg. Uh, and then, Oosburg. We, Oosburg. then we got there, and I beat them a few times. Oosburg. Hey, you know what? I was at Dominican, and it was Ray Nixon's senior year. We were 25, 24-0, something like that, ranked one. We were up six in overtime in the sectional semis, and they put their five worst players to the scores table. And I'm the assistant coach, I was like, buzz them in, buzz them in. They didn't buzz them in. Missed a free throw. They kicked it. A kid hit a three. They took a timeout, and they beat us. I didn't go to Sheboygan for a year because there's a sign that says to Oostburg. Not a big Flying Dutchman fan. Me can, either. Can you, tell it still, can you tell it still affects me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. still affects me. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I've never watched the game. And these kids that played, and then they're grown men now. 
they said, look, I've never watched it either, Coach. I never want to see that game. I don't want to think about it. And uh, those guys, we would yell out, hey, run Florida State. And they, those kids would go exactly where our kids are supposed to go. They knew exactly what they were doing for sure. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I understand. I have that same feeling. Um, a friend of mine's kid, uh, and I think in the same conference, is, is Manitowoc Lutheran in your conference? Yep, Manitowoc Yeah, Lutheran. so the Zastro kid. Have you seen him play? Yeah, um, yeah, I saw him play. I know his, uh, his cousins played with me at Cheboygan Lutheran too, so I know Trey pretty well. Um, it's too bad he has mono this this week. That's, oh, that really stinks. Yeah, that he I came. Play. I came. I came uh, the first day of the WBY shooting to watch him play. And he, I walk in. He comes, gives me a hug. I go, "Should you be getting ready?" He said, "Coach, I got mono." I said, "You got to be kidding me!" So he did not. Uh, he did not play, and uh, they're still pretty good. But that kick and straight up shooting. Yeah, my brother um, from Sheboygan Lutheran. His, it's his job to guard him too. So that that's always fun to watch him kind of dog Trey and. Try to get him to not score and trade the score, so that's he tough. And yeah, and you know what? He uh, when he was a freshman, everything he did, he went to his left. He, he he goes all over now. Oh yeah, and he can fade it. He can shoot it a little bit. Man, this is good stuff. So you're excited? What's going on next year? Do you know? Are you, what are you going to graduate with a degree in? Yeah, so I'll be. I'm soon teaching in the spring, but I'm looking to be a graduate assistant next year, hopefully. Uh, so I wasn't somewhere. here for the beginning of the interview. <laughs> Why? You know what? I don't. I want to know what he's going to do. I want to know if I can hire the guy. Yeah, I actually to talked what? to Dr. Jensen at Martin Luther uh, for a little bit, so that there's a little connection there. But <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you, this, go. you know what you know this is? This is a out. this is a job interview. This is what <laughs> we're talking about. So, so what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What can you bring to our our organization? Dr. Jensen's a good man. Yeah, he's doing awesome. a great job at Martin Luther, and, and I'm a big fan of his, and I'm a big fan of that whole administration and the stuff that uh, that they're doing. Um, the rest of the year for you, it, it, first of all, your college career, has it gone quick for you? Or is it, has it been uh, a slow, okay, you're ready to move on? I mean, knowing that I'm probably not going to be able to play basketball next year is, is going to be tough. Um, I, I, want it to, I want it to stay, uh, to keep playing basketball as long as I can. So um, I want this year to slow down, take yes. each game one at a time, really, really uh, – get the most of it this last year were you a multi-sport athlete in high school in high school my dad was a cross country and track coach so kind of got roped into doing that and then i and then i started to enjoy it eventually but <laughs> you got roped as in. a freshman i didn't really want to do no. cross country no. do, do we have that on tape the roped we, in thing we do yeah in fact yeah, wanna, if i, I can get your dad's back. email address please send it because oh, yeah. yeah i'd love to let him know that you felt like you were being roped Road, is your brother running cross country? Yeah, all of, all, all my brothers. In. We're all in there. My mom's rule was if I got a Division One scholarship to play basketball, I didn't have to do uh, cross country anymore. So I really worked hard, didn't get it. Still had to do it all four years. Your mom's smart, man. Yeah, that is a smart. How many brothers, sisters do you have? I got an older uh, sister and then two younger brothers. You already talked about and that? And my brother goes here to, to school, too. He so. does. Yep. He comes out and watches you play a little bit? Uh, he plays, he plays too. He team. does. Yeah. He's a freshman. Man, Number so two. he's not getting any time, and you're being able to tell him. He's playing. He's oh. He plays, and I didn't play oh. as a freshman. So, oh, uh, man. You got it. He's nice him. about it, though. He knows it was tough freshman year not playing. So. Yeah, you got to talk to Coach Cassidy and say, look, you're killing my sibling thing here, man. I got to be able to put him down a little bit. I outscored him in uh, high school, so I got that on him a little, did, little different. Does he but. pass you the ball when he's on the floor? He's more of a passer. He's a, he, he passes a real ways. He's averaging like four assists Great or vision. something. Oh, so. that's good. Yeah. You know, it's, my, my son went to Maranatha Baptist Bible College, and they were in this conference back then. And uh, 
Coach Cassidy came to see him play a lot in high school, and he decided he went to a Baptist high school. He went to a Baptist college. And the first time he played here, I walked in, and Brian Donaldson was a guy who played here. And uh, I knew Brian. I know Brian. And I walked in to sit down, and Brian was warming up, and he said, Hey, Coach, uh, let Matthew know I'm just doing what I'm told. And I go, yeah, come on, man. He goes, no, I'm serious. He, and Donaldson's never serious. And he goes, no, I'm serious. Just tell him I'm doing what I'm told and it's nothing personal. I said, I'll give you five bucks to pick him up at half court. And he said, look, I'm not kidding. And they beat the living day. My son was a starting point guard as a freshman. He was probably six foot a buck 35. And they beat him. And if you asked him now, where's the worst basketball game you ever played? He would say right there at Concordia. <laughs> and sure, Coach Cassidy, let me tell you what a class guy he is. So they beat Maranatha by 40. Now they come to Maranatha, and all they have to do is beat Maranatha to win the conference. Maranatha has three wins the whole year. Maranatha somehow beats them. And the kids rush the floor. Now, I understand they don't, they don't win a lot. Yeah, they right. rush the floor, and I'm watching Coach Cassidy. I'm at the top of the bleachers, and he's trying to get through these kids. And he looks up, and he sees me, and he gives me two fist pumps. Like, man, well done. Your son played really well today. And I thought, what a class act. I would be pushing kids to get out of the way and get to the locker room. Not him. You know what? He made sure that he caught my eye and just gave me two fist pumps up like, man, your kid did well. So it's a class actor you're playing for right now. He's a good man. Yeah, he's a really good guy. I like playing for him. Yeah, hey, listen, thank you. we got to get you a break. I really appreciate you stopping by. Jake Juris, the senior captain here at Concordia. You get a chance to come out and watch him play. Come out and watch him. But you really want to see his younger brother play. That's, <laughs> that's what you want to do. Uh, state champion with Sam Decker's uh, Sheboygan Lutheran. You can never take that away from him. Hey, good luck the rest of the way, and, and certainly keep in contact with, uh, with Dr. Jensen. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thanks you, a lot. You bet. Let's get you a break. Other side of the break. David Cook's going to take over again, I think, and then I'll just come in and ask all the same questions. I don't have did. any jobs to give away. This is the way. This is the <laughs> Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. We're live at the 14th annual Rick Majerus WBY Shootout at Concordia University. It's 52-32 right now. Ron Colley over Mesmer, my alma mater. they got to have a great comeback to get back in this one. 13 minutes to go. Uh, he's David Cook's. I'm Mike McGuirin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaching Show presented, as always, by your local pick-and-save stores. We're live from the 14th annual Rick Majerus WBY shootout on the campus of Concordia University in Mequon. I'm Mike McGivern alongside David Cooks, our next guest. I love doing the show like this. You know what? If we don't find a guest, we'll just talk. We'll get Nick to come back. We'll talk about pious football if we have to. But you know what? We, we, we just pick guys. And when you get a chance to have Drake Diener on, man, you, you, you pull him. You pull him out of the crowd if you can. Head basketball coach at Marion University, DePaul University guy, and part of that Diener tree, which is awesome. Drake, it's good to see you. How you been? Great, great, great to be here. I appreciate the, the time. Hey, we talked to guys about coming to the WBY show. You get to hang out all day, see a lot of high school basketball yeah. players. And I know at Marion, um, you guys love to have Wisconsin kids play at Marion. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're not opposed. Obviously, we've got a, we've got a chunk of kids that come from the Illinois, um, Chicagoland area. But 
you know, as many local kids as we can get. Um, you know, we feel like there's a lot of talent up here in Wisconsin, and so obviously we're trying to tap that just like everybody else, but it's a competitive situation. It is. It definitely is. Hey, uh, your days back at DePaul, um, your nephew now is going there, right? That's, no, no, uh, he's my cousin. Your he's cousin. cousin yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm a big John Diener fan. Yeah. I, I had him in studio, and oh. as good a basketball player as that kid is, he's a better kid. Yeah. Like, he's a really nice kid. Yeah, really nice kid. Smart uh, kid. Incredibly, incredibly good student. Um, yes. Um, and so, yeah, he's uh, got a lot to be got a lot to be proud of, hoping for some okay. some great things in the future for him down there. Yeah, I it, it, what I loved about I had Tom come in with him. And what I loved about it is Tom was 100% honest saying, look, I'm really going to miss him. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to miss hanging out with him. Yeah. I'm going to miss being in the gym with him. I'm going to miss him. A lot of parents are like, now you know what's time for our son to yeah. move on. And, yeah, yeah. you know, they do that. Yeah. And, and he got real straight and said, look, I'm just, this is going to be an adjustment for him. It's going to be an adjustment for me. Oh, absolutely. I saw him a couple of weeks ago. I said, how's it going? He said, exactly what I told you. I, I miss having him by me. Yeah, you yeah, know, I love yeah. talking to him, and we can, without technology, we can spend a lot of time together, but yeah. it's not the same. Yeah. And he's loving DePaul, and he's redshirting, and he's going to be a really good basketball player, but he's going to take, he's going to get as much as he can out of that college experience, and I love that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Those two have, uh, have always been really close, and, you know, that's kind of a easy thing to say in a father-son situation but those guys are uh i think father and son and then you know really really close friends as well so i think that's where the additional part comes in hey when you talk to kids and you're on you're either in their kitchen or on the on the couch in the living room you're talking about coming to marion yeah. when you say hey, look this is going to be a good spot for you you know what what do you tell them what 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 about marion college is 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 something that that you want kids to know would be a good fit yeah, I mean, I think it's a, it's a. Uh, obviously, for me, I'm talking about basketball and and, and obviously the academic academic side. But but as a new coach, um, you know, trying to pe- preach a new, fresh uh, outlook on on the game, on the school, uh, on our on our program, and uh, the opportunity to come in and 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 potentially fight for some minutes early. Um, and then the schools, I think it's an underrated campus. Uh, you know, I can say that because I'm a Final Act native and right and. Um, uh, I didn't spend a lot of time on a campus. Uh, you know, I was in the gym a bunch, but but in terms of the other stuff that's sure. been added, it's it's actually a really nice campus. We have a we have a brand new uh, science building that was like a thirteen million dollar renovation. Uh, so it's a, it's a nice campus. I, I you know again, I'm from Fond du Lac. I'm returning to Fond du Lac, so obviously I, I have a great affinity for for Fond du Lac as a place to live too. So I think we can sell that. And then you know I think a lot of kids are really comfortable with a small school atmosphere. We've got we've got you know I think the student faculty ratio is 12 to one. So wow. it's a really tight. Uh, it's an easy place to feel comfortable, and I can say that firsthand because I'm new there and I felt comfortable basically immediately. So you know I'm, it's it's been a it's been a great adjustment for me. I've been on that campus a number yeah. of times. My son played in that yeah. conference, and I it was kind of a hidden gem. Like, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. And, again, kind of like, well, you lived in Fond Like, yeah. I've been to Fond Like yeah. To be on the campus, I went kind of like, wow, yeah. like, I kind of like this. Yeah. This, yeah. this would yeah. be a cool place to come to school. And I thought that I didn't know the 12 to 1 ratio, which is a great ratio. Yeah. Um, the, the future of this program, you feel comfortable about? About I know that you've started. It's, it's a tough, yeah. tough place to, to, and it's a tough conference. Yeah. But to be able to compete in that conference, is it going to be? Is it a year away? Is it two years away? What do you think? Um, you know, it's. I think. I think our our current current sophomore class is pretty good. Um, and um, 
you know, I think it's a competitive, it's a really competitive league. Oh, you know, man. Like, like, like I said at the top, uh, you know, you come here and you try to get these Wisconsin kids. I think there's a lot of talent here, but then there's every other Division three in the state that's also looking at those same guys. So it's, so it's, uh, it is a competitive thing. I'm not, I'm not at all ready to put a timeline on it because I, I'm so new to it. Um, uh, and, you know, we've battled this year. Our record isn't what I was hoping it would be, but it's, it's you know, it's not easy to win win games. You know, it's not everyone's it's, trying no, to do, no. do the it's, same thing. It's, and, it's a uh, tough conference. It's, it's a tough conference. Yeah, yeah so, so um, we, but we've battled, and our guys are really buying into what we're trying to do. It's a, it's a tough, you know, some of my main guys are seniors who played under a completely, obviously, That's a different hard. coach and a different system and everything. So to flip a switch and become something totally different is is a difficult thing but we've battled and we've uh you know we, we went down to florida last week and we won our last game against a really good team from atlanta and uh so that's hopefully hopefully kind of a stepping stone to a great second half of the year talking to drake diener he is uh you'll remember him former DePaul star and, and he's now the head coach at marion coach said the, the uh, adjustment for you that first year head coach thing what's been what's kept you up at night um uh, well, yeah, obviously, I think any coach will say the losses will keep you up at night. Yeah. You know, we lost the game in four overtimes. Oh, uh, man. And then we followed that up with a last-minute loss. Um, and uh, so so things like that uh, uh, will keep you up at night. And just, uh, you know, you want you just want it so bad, I think, for your guys to, to, to get it, everything immediately. Right. And as much as they've been great and they've bought in and have tried it's not going to be immediate and you and, and that's the thing you got to you got to really learn some patience Let, let's talk about I, I remember when i when i left duke uh and I, my first high school coaching job was uh, in darien connecticut and i had to make the jump from grant hill and bobby hurley <laughs> to a team that hadn't won a conference game for a couple of years yeah you played you played at a very high level and you had a lot of experience what is that adjustment like yeah. for you in terms of expectations and identifying players and yeah. and, and and what how's that adjustment been for yeah you? um i think like in the, in terms of the uh recruit on the recruiting side of that question I, I, it hasn't been as it hasn't been that tough because i think i have an idea of what a scholarship player looks like um you know my brother's a division two coach so i you know i even even as a as a, when i was still playing he would Hey, what do you think of this guy? And I look at his clips online or whatever. Yeah. And so you get a feel, and watching his games, you get a feel for what that looks like. Um, and so then, obviously, you know, if a guy looks like that, then you're probably not getting him because right. he's going to get an athletic scholarship. So from that side, it, it hasn't been that tough. And even even in dealing with, you know, I, like you said, I played at a high level, um, but I, I, it hasn't been an, it hasn't been a real struggle for me. I mean, I've enjoyed really because uh, I'm learning on the job too. You know everything from putting together a game plan to uh, to putting together practice or going through drills. All that stuff is new to me, and I, so I'm not. Uh, you know, I think it'd be one thing on the coaching side if you're coaching Grand Hill and then you're coaching uh, Division three players. That's that's maybe a difference. But since it's my first experience right. as a coach, it's uh it's basically all new to me anyway. Man, next year's going to be so much easier because you've got a template now, yeah. And, yeah. and and you can say, hey, look, you know what? in that four overtime loss maybe we should have done this <laughs> yeah, right. or hey instead of stopping here to eat on this road trip yeah. let's stop here all that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. stuff hey how's your brother doing by the way uh my brother's down at um rockhurst yep. university yeah. he was previously here in milwaukee at um, Cardinal Cardinal Stitch. Stitch, right? hey. um they're doing they're doing well they're doing well he's got a really good uh basically his, i'd say his three best players are sophomores so they're gonna and they've already started this season pretty well and i think over the next couple of years they're gonna be really good do you hit a golf ball as well as he does is Drew my brother? Yeah, Drew? 
Yeah, he's terrible. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> he was in our golf outing a couple oh, really? years ago. Yeah. When he connects, he can hit it. But it, you know, I mean, then he connected. He connected. You know what? He, he was on a different hole, uh, and and I saw him twice, and and he talked smack, and he hit. I mean, he <laughs> hit the daylights out of it. Yeah, he hits it hard when he hits it. He does. And yeah, this thing sure. was straight too, so he doesn't always hit it like that. No. Okay. No, 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 no. All no, right. I'm feeling better because I thought maybe instead of working on shell drills, he was hit <laughs> out hitting golf balls. No, he doesn't. He doesn't waste much time on golf. Say. Um, Let's let's talk about Fond du Lac for a minute because yeah. I, I'm a fisher I'm a fisherman, so okay. you know, oh yeah yeah ice right. fishing too or no? Uh, no, I, you just like do, getting cold. You should try if that. I do my job in the summertime, I don't have to fish in the winter. <laughs> so you're fishing, you're that? fishing to eat or that, what? Yeah oh yeah I'm, yeah I'm not fishing for the sport. I mean well yeah I am. But, no. <laughs> is Peter listening? Uh, <laughs> so do you get out and fish at all? Um, you said ice fishing. Yeah no I, when I, I this is my first real winter I've been home. You know I've, I've been okay. uh, I was overseas for 12 years and i was home for actually for one winter i should say half of a winter a few years back and i i went with my some of my buddies ice fishing and uh i loved it it had a great i had a blast i had a blast and then in the summertime we go out i don't know i'll probably go out five six times a summer fishing but i'm not very i'm i i mean i i'm learning on the on the, on the yeah, I could, uh, he's a professional uh, just oh, yeah. so you know where you're at i love to fish now. i've you gone fly, fishing fish with him. at lake winnebago oh yeah oh Did yeah you get musky or what a walleye I mean, not musky. I was meant to say. See, he meant to say See, now I, yeah. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. I, now I sound like a total. <laughs> like if my buddies were listening to me, like, did you get a musky? Yeah. <laughs> hey, what, is if, this? If, the, if my buddies are listening to this, I just asked him if he's getting musky in Lake Winnebago. I just lost any credibility I had. You understand? From from six to eight every Saturday, we do a hunting and fishing show yeah, that, on the station. We got to bring him in. We got to bring him in because no. if he could say, "Did you get musky?" That's no. perfect. So, hey, where? By the way, where overseas did you play? Yeah, I played in Italy. Yeah, for in, in fact, and, and then, then tra- half the year in Spain. Travis was there for a while. He was there with me. Yeah, he's still there actually. He's back. Yeah. Yeah. Does he miss coaching at all? No, I don't think so. Good. No, I think he was. Uh, he got away from playing for enough time to get get a get fresh again in terms right. of playing. Um, and so now he's. This is his second year back playing. Last year we played together, and, and he's back at the same. Place. How fun was that? That was great. We played actually together for three years right. before he retired, and then I p- continued to play. He came back uh, last year. Did he pass you, one more time. pass you the ball enough? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He got <laughs> gaps and kicked he knew, it away. He knew what was up. Yeah. Man, he's, yeah. he was fun to watch here at Marquette. Oh, yeah. You know, he yeah. was, you know, what enjoyed him, and what, I loved watching you play at DePaul. Good luck at Marion College. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, if there's anything we can do, and I may reach out to you to have you back on uh, the show later in the year because there's about 25 questions I'd love to oh, ask okay. you. And, I'd and love to do it. Yeah, d- d- that whole difference between playing at DePaul and the overseas now coaching. Yeah. Harder the coach yeah. than it is to play, I and think. And the whole so. difference between a muskie and a walleye, right? Yeah, yeah we can work that out. I'll, I'll come up. Uh, Do you know what? I, have, I think I have a Lake Winnebago record. You tell me. My buddies say this is insane. I caught six consecutive fish, okay? Okay. All the different spe- species, okay? Are you now, kidding that's, me? I'm not even saying that's a talent. That's just so <laughs> random. <laughs> I'm the, hey, I'm I'm the like, same. I wasn't, but let me tell you. Nightcrawler? Or was like, was it, what, what were you using? Same bait. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Same bait. That's a, that's a new bait. The same bait. <laughs> the same bait. Same yeah, bait. I was using the same bait. No, uh, uh, I was using night, nightcrawlers, all the same. That's awesome. Well, God, th- that might be a record because I've never heard anything like that. Yeah. So you know what you need to do? You need to tell that story. And none of them were a sheephead. When, when, oh, <laughs> sheep? You know about the sheephead. Man. 
So hey. when you get your speaking gigs and stuff, tell that story. Tell that one, yeah. But don't tell them I told you to tell that story. No, and I'd yeah. lead with that one if you're up in Fond du Lac. I'm just telling you. <laughs> those boys up there you gotta love that. you got to come up to the Sturgeon Spectacular. You know the Sturgeon Spearing up there in, in Fond du Lac? Big well, stir- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's coming up? In I gotta February. get you. Hold on. What's happened to my show Wait, here? You know what? I get, I get your contact. The Sturgeon Spectacular. Hey, I'm not coaching anymore, so I, now I can on talk the other to side you. of the break, we're gonna get into deer hunting. Bull, <laughs> you want to go bull hunting or you want to shoot him with a gun? <laughs> on the other side, he's Drake Diener, head coach at Marion. If you get a chance to see them play, or he's looking at uh, somebody from your school, you know, you you invite him in because he's a good guy. He's a Fond du Lac guy, understands the game, comes from a great family, and he's trying to make Marion back to where they should be, which is on top of that conference. So, Drake Diener, thank you so much. I appreciate the time. It's really good to see you. You too. Let's get to a break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Now with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks, here's 105.7 FM The Fans High School Insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. And you're we're good live. At this. Yes, we are, buddy. We're live at the 14th annual Rick Majerus WBY shootout here at Concordia University. I'm Dave Cooks, and uh, my co host today. Yeah, there you go. Hey, I got a, I got a text from Sparky wanting to know if you could do the Cutting Edge Outdoor Show next week. Absolutely. Yeah, oh you and Drake Diener, you guys talking musky and all kinds of fishing. Well, let's find out if the head coach at Concordia University knows anything about fishing. Are you a panfish guy or what? Not at all. Chuck, Dad, then he, you guys should switch shares. We spent half that segment talking musky, walleye, what kind of bait we're using, a couple of fishing guys. You and I will just talk basketball. Sean Cassidy, the head basketball coach should here just, at Concordia should University. Back, should I just back out now? No, because you were, you, you were on staff here. and I want to know when I had him on the uh, – when he was on our show via uh, cell phone, tried to trade you, and he didn't take the trade. And, and now, you know, I'm wondering if you're missing him a little bit more now and that player to be named later. He, that trade is still on the table. This, hey, you know, I'm up for this it. Is, this, that, this is kind of a strong move on your behalf because you're putting him on the spot right here, and I don't want my feelings hurt. Really? Yeah, I mean, you, you got to have feelings to get him to hurt. Wow! Wow! Well, you know, <laughs> first David of all, Cooks, you need to have you need to have more than one future player if you're going to be trying to trade me. Give me some value, will you? Okay. Yeah, I'll talk to Sean about it. Hey, Coach, we had your senior captain on a couple segments ago, and what a nice kid uh, Jake Juris is. He what a good ambassador for you in this program. He's outstanding. Everything he does is top notch. Uh, great student. He's going to be in the classroom soon as a student teaching. Uh, I can't say enough about him and, and the rest of our seniors, just as people. Uh, those are the kind of young men we want to recruit here. We want guys that will be around for four years that we develop these relationships with. And as I said, I think the last time I was on the show, these are just great guys. So much fun to be around. They're willing to get in here at 630 in the morning and work. They, and then stay all night to uh, close yeah, up at and, the end. And make the popcorn. <laughs> and and make you the know popcorn. what? And that, we're, you know, not kidding. They're making the popcorn, making the hot dogs. Coach, I was here early and watched some of the practice. A lot of energy for such an early practice, I thought. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this was day three. Uh, these are long days for us, uh, for coaching staffs as well. 
but uh, they know we've got a job to do. And during that practice time, we're gonna we're gonna give it everything we got. And they really enjoy being around each other, which which helps everything. That we can challenge them, we can get them up early. Uh, Jake was probably in pra- uh, probably about 45 minutes before practice shooting. Wow. So uh, when the lights go on, he steps out and he's got a ball in his hand. He's dedicated to his craft. He's very good in yeah. everything. In everything. Yeah, he uh, he seemed like it. He, he said, look, I got a little issue with my freshman brother playing when I didn't get to play as a freshman, and I'll deal with uh, Coach Cassidy with that. Yeah, it's really hurting the sibling rivalry that I have. And he said, no, I'm just kidding. He said, my brother's really good, and he passes me the ball, which makes me the last part. The last part of that was the reason <laughs> that made it okay. He passes me the ball. He passed me the ball. And, well, that, and there's nothing wrong with that. No. He, he's really good at creating. Jared can really create for his brother and for the rest of our shooters. So he's everyone's favorite when he has the ball in his hands because he's looking, he's looking to pass and make everybody better. I love pass-first uh, point guards. I do. That's one of my favorite. When they get in the gap, you've hit two in a row, and they're going to come down and try to draw their guy, your guy, and see if they can get you a third. And I like players like that. Coach, this, uh, this WBY shootout, um, I know when it was at the Al McGuire Center and, and, and Mark brought it to Concordia, there were some questions about it. Nobody questions anymore. Everybody, this is the perfect location. You guys are the perfect host for this. And I loved how much time. Look, I walked in early today. You were coaching, and then you they did a shooting drill. You went out in the hallway and started putting uh, mats down. And I said, Coach, you do everything. You said, Matt, it's in my job title. You just want to make sure that Concordia shows well. And Absolutely. I love that. Absolutely. We take such great pride. Everyone that works here takes great pride in this university. But also we want to make this a great experience for the people that walk through the doors, whether it's uh, the student athletes, it's the parents, it's the grandparents. Uh, we want to make this a great experience for everyone and, and treat them right. Man, that, that uh, it, it, and it shows. Because you walk in, the place looks great. It sounds good. It, it's, uh, uh, the food is good. I know that Bart Winkler last night was raving about the hot dogs. He got a dollar hot dog. How does he do that? I don't know. And he didn't get two. He didn't bring me one. He said, maybe I'll buy you one tomorrow. Wow. But he, he said, look, and those kids were so nice. You know, that's what I keep hearing, too. The boys that, the basketball players that are manning that. And I don't know if you have to have conversations with them or you just let them be them. But they're all really very kind when you walk in. Is there anything you need? Can I get you anything? What would you like? You know, that kind of stuff. And if, and if, and if that's who the ambassadors are for you in this program, man, well done. Well, Coach Cooks knows. This is the kind of guys that we recruit. We, we want great guys to be around. Basketball is a part of our life, but it's not our life. We want to be, we want to be great people when we graduate from here. So we, we talk about that a lot, but we also want the guys that embrace that. And then it's it's a culture that's passed down that we know we work these events. We know we have a, a duty to the university and to this, these kind of tournaments that we're going to represent ourselves well on and off the floor. Hey, Sean, we just talked to Drake Diener, and he is in your, your conference, and you're going to compete as far as recruiting and on the court. It's I think it's good for a conference to have really good coaches, and he's a first-year coach, so he'll be better next year than he is this year. He'll be better year three. But I think you would agree it's good to have a guy like him be part of your conference. Oh, absolutely. We've had great consistency in our conference. The coaches have been around for 20, 25 years, so it's good to have uh, you know Mark Boyle, who left Marion and retired, was an outstanding person. Yeah. And he taught me a lot about how to be a professional and how you can – you can have relationships off the floor, and you step on and you battle. And you can say this across the board. We battle with each other for 40 minutes, and then you go back to talking with each other afterwards. It, you know what? I agree with that. And, I look, the other night Dan Wandry took it to us pretty good. 
you know. And and five minutes before, he said, man, I hate this. I hate coaching against buddies of mine. And I said, no, I like it. You know, we'll talk a little smack. And then after, I said, look, you're the best team I've seen. I haven't seen Nicolay in person, so I understand. But the Brook Central is the best, and you're doing a wonderful job. Keep up the good work. And you know what? I like that. And it's just close in that family. Did you miss that part of it, David? Yeah, you know, I think um, I'm a relationship guy. And so those are the things that, that I live for and, and, and loved about the game is, is getting to know the coaches and the players and, and building those kind of relationships. And so, uh, but if you build them right, you know, even when I come back and see Sean and some of the guys, it's we just pick up where we left off. You know, and that's when you know it's good stuff. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I really appreciate the work you guys do with this with Mark Miller and the WBY shoot and how well you treat us at Sports Radio 105.7 FM, the fan, every time we come by. So, Sean, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Good luck this uh, this uh, season. And uh, I'm not trading Cooks for anything, so no. you're not getting him back. We'll, we'll talk at the end of the season when he's uh, when he's worn on you a little bit more. <laughs> well, but, maybe maybe call me next week. Right. Uh, but but I, I, I think I can speak for Milwaukee Radio Base, too, is uh, how much we appreciate what you guys do for basketball in this area. Just the, the awareness that you raise for the high school sports and, and the, the local colleges. And what Mark does is fantastic. I don't know of anyone who does as much work for for the Wisconsin or any state as Mark does. And he knows them all and he cares about the kids and he's trying to find right fits for them. I, it's amazing. So this is this is a pleasure for me to be a part of this. You know, I people say to me, man, you know so much about high school sports. I'm not even in the same conference. I'm just telling you, you go up to Mark Miller right now and say, hey, tell me about uh, the backup point guard at Black River Falls. And he'll say, well, he's a sophomore, and his older brother played varsity three years ago. Did you know his older brother had an issue with his left? And it's like, oh, my goodness, I was just kidding, Mark. And he'd be like, oh, I, I thought you really wanted to know about that kid. So I think he does as good a job, like you said, as anybody in the country. And the fact that it's here, and this is the home now. Nobody even thinks about it being downtown anymore. And it, the Concordia University of Mequon has been a perfect host. If you get a chance, come on out. In fact, warming up right now, Brookfield Academy against Mineral Point. A lot of games coming up. 7.30. I don't know if it's a showcase game, but I'll be on the bench for that one. Greendale Martin Luther against Brookfield East. You know, you might as well put, right? pump it up when you can. Blow your own horn if you got if you got a horn to blow. Yeah, well, I'll blow that Brookfield the East horn because they're awfully good. Yes, sir. They're really good, and I think be uh, great. another great game. Another good guys. game. Yeah, I look forward to that. After this one, in fact, at noon, uh, Bart Winkler and I are going to have the call for the Thomas Moore Fondly St. Mary Springs game, and then Appleton Xavier against Kettlebrain Lutheran. We're going to do those two, and then I'm going to head over to my sister Colleen's, take a shower, and come back. That's what I'm doing. To me, a long day. He's told Terry I'd see her sometime Sunday. Hardest think, working so. man in radio, yeah, there, right there, here. There you go. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, TJ Otzenberger is here. We're going to talk to him on the other side. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 1057 FM, the fan. I was running with the set, running with the set. Well, I guess I'm not picking the uh, the the, uh, the the bumper music anymore. What happened to Come O Come Emmanuel? Hey, Christmas oh, is over, baby. It's KB not, is in the house. No, he's, it's not over. It's still Christmas season, and you know what? I got to talk to uh, the the Polish pipe bomb back at at the <laughs> station because he's not getting the music on that I want. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores. We're at the 14th annual Rick Majerus WBY Shootout 
at Concordia University, David Cooks, Mike McGivern, and our special guest. And I've known TJ a long time, big fan of his, and, and love watching his teams play head basketball coach. South Dakota State, TJ, how you been? Doing great. Man, the, the, the mighty Jackrabbits. Yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's been a good ride. Our guys, uh, we're excited about our team this year and big things ahead. A lot of local guys that are helping us take our program to the next level, so couldn't be more proud of that. Coach, I, I look at your roster, and, and, you know, I'll tell people I only want to have guys on, college guys that give our kids from the state of Wisconsin a chance to play at the next level. Well, you do that. You're a Wisconsin guy that believes in Wisconsin um, high school basketball players, and you get some coming by you, and, and it, they've had a big impact on your program. No, they have, and I think there's so many friends and lifelong relationships I've built here through playing at high school and in the college and then being a high school coach in the area that you develop that trust and so when people make the phone call and they tell you hey this this is a young man i believe in and he's got the potential or he's gonna you know he can help you do things that you take that word to heart and uh, we've been fortunate because the last two years we've made the ncaa tournament and we've had guys from milwaukee we've had guys from the state and we'll continue to recruit that way curtis weathers is on your staff and um i can i can tell you that um what he said, he said, look, I always knew that TJ was a really good coach, but I had no idea to what level until I joined here. And he, he is beyond belief, and he, he just sings your praises really high as far as what you've done with the program, being part of that program, and how much fun he's having on that campus. Um, the fact that you're able to, at, at South Coast State University, take them to the NCAA tournament the last years, has the expectations for your program now risen? Yeah, it certainly has. I think that for us on a daily basis, we feel like the best way to do it is recruit young men who love basketball, who are passionate about their academics and want to achieve great things. And if we do that, our job as a coaching staff is to invest in them, to pour our heart and soul in them every day, to commit to them, to be there for them. And I think if we do that, we're not as focused on the outcome as the process and developing them for their life. And I think as we've done that, we've been fortunate to win you know, win a few games. And now we're in a position where people are starting to say, well, now you've made it to the tournament every year. You, you know, when do you, when do you have that breakthrough? When do you get to the Sweet 16? When do you move beyond that? And for us, we take it day by day. I believe in the young men in our program. And, and I think if they're together and, and we're pouring our heart and soul into them, great things will happen. And that will happen when it does. TJ, we had Drake Diener on um, a couple segments ago. First year head coach at Marion University, right? Division three in his hometown in Fond du Lac as, as now a veteran head coach, I guess, right? Yeah, if, if you want to say that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know we'll what? say that. You've been around it for a bit now, and, and what would you tell him? You're one, and you remember you're one for you. Your three is different, right? Your four, it's different because you have a template now. But what would you tell him as a first-year head coach? What, what tips would you help him with? Yeah, I think the thing for all of us, we're all wired a certain way, so we're not always, patience isn't something that always comes easy, especially uh, the first time you do it, you want everything to be perfect, every detail, every meeting, and everything to go a certain way, and that's just not how life is, and that's not how the world works. So I think it's more being patient with the process, being patient with young men, um, and then really just building that relationship because I think a lot of times you get caught up in the X's and O's and watching more film, and, and to me, I did a lot of that my first year, and I think so much of it comes down to having that relationship and that personal connection and then being patient with them with the process. And so I learned that the hard way my first year. I made you know some mistakes. There's times that uh, I was probably overbearing because I didn't want to be patient, uh, and there was times that I lost the focus on 
the the thing is uh, the relationship with the players is the number one thing, and so I think I've tried to do a better job of that in years following. Well, you know, I I, I can um, speak to having been out on campus and, uh, and 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 talk to to coach and his team, and he does a really great job with the relationship side of of the of of his job, and also the whole work balance life work life balance thing. You've got a couple of young kids. Um, and so he does a really nice job of keeping perspective. Now, it, it helps when you have really good players, and he's done a great job, in my mind, uh, developing the players that he's got and be, and recruiting great players. And so, um, I mean, they're going to keep winning. They're going to keep having winning experiences, and I think that's what we talk about. Whether it's wins or losses that we record, they're having a winning experience as you talk to his players, and I think that's one of the things that he really works on is making sure their experience is a win. And I think that's pretty important. Yeah, I think it's really important. We're talking to T.J. Altsberger. He's the head basketball coach at uh, South Dakota State University, the mighty Jackrabbits, as I like to call them. Um, coach, I love, and, and David, I love what you talked about, is, is, is that experience. And, and when you talk about being better now than you were year one, um, married with how many kids? Got three kids. Uh, twins? Twins that are four and then a nine-month-old. And I knew you back when you were single, and, man, you went 150 miles an hour 24-7, man. Many I, moons ago. Many moons many ago. Many moons ago. The, the addition to, uh, and, and look, like all of us, but trust me, you more than, than some, we all kicked our coverage, right? Yeah. I, well, yeah, 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 yeah no, no, let's be honest now. No, it's, it's interesting because even with our kids, I say every day, I hope my kids get their looks from their mom, their intelligence from their mom. Uh, their athletic ability from their mom, and then I find myself thinking, man, I hope they don't really get anything from me. So, yeah, I think on that on that front, definitely hope they can be just like her. Well, you know what, the hard work and the drive that you have and the passion that you have about whatever those kids want to accomplish in their life, look, where you got it was from the south side of Milwaukee. You know, where you grew up in that neighborhood and with your family and that Thomas More experience, Look, I, I told David early on, I grew up in a house that my father said the worst word in the English language was lazy. Don't ever let him call you lazy. I got a feeling you grew up in the same house, man, because you've never, nobody's ever called you lazy. Well, I've been fortunate, like you said, the foundation from my parents, but also to have so many great coaches. I mean, if you look at, I played for Norbushowski as a high school coach. Amen. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Ray Rosek was my AU coach. Wynn Parkinson. I mean, those guys are legends in the coaching. Man. I played for <laughs> Dave Vandermillen at Whitewater. I've got great mentors like Coach Cooks. I've known Coach Gaz and Diener have gone to their camps. So I've had so many guys through the years that have, have taken an interest in me. I mean, Paul Wallersheim has been somebody that's been one of my best friends for a long period of time and couldn't think more highly of. So I've got all these guys that have that have been in my background and have helped me and shown me the way and been mentors to me. So I'm just fortunate. Now I'm trying to give back and serve like they did with me. Well, I look, when, when I went back to, to when you were single, I look, you were in more gyms, watching more players, coaching more camps, teams, all of that. Now with the addition of, of a beautiful wife and these kids, you know, I think your, your perspective changes a little bit, doesn't it? Well, I think like Coach Cook said earlier, I mean, it's so important that you do keep it in perspective. And I'm, I'm blessed with my family that they keep me grounded. They keep me focused. There's times you have a tough loss or uh, maybe you lose a recruit and, and you think that's everything and all that matters. And then you come home and you see those smiling faces or you see them actually color the wall or do some of the things that they do that maybe test you a little bit. Uh, but you understand what's really important. And so I've tried to 
do the best job I can at uh, pouring my heart and soul in our team and my family and having that be my two priorities. I'm not a very exciting guy. I don't golf or hunt or fish or do really any of that other stuff. It's it's all about uh, our players and, and my wife and kids. Coach, you, are you still learning? You, you know, it's interesting because guys like me think that you're at the you are at the top of the mountain, man, and you're the guy that that a lot of people back here, whether you know it or not, not high school coaches go, oh, I want to be him. You know, that's who I want. I want to follow his track. You know, the Rick Majerus track. He coached in grade school. He coached in high school. He's in college. All of that. And so we put you up on this pedestal, and I'm wondering if you ever feel like, okay, I, I know what I know, and this is what I'm going to run with, or are you still learning every day? Yeah, you're still learning every day, and I think that's the important part that you need to keep in mind is we're all trying to learn and grow. And, and what I can assure you is, whether it was playing a high school game at Thomas More or coaching a high school game at Burlington Catholic Central or now at South Dakota State, it's you don't treat it any differently. You still get excited for the game, uh, the fans in the stands and the level and all that, you block that all out. It's about you and your team and that bond. And, and so at one point, you know, everybody wants to be the coach at Duke or, you know, these big schools. But I'll tell you, it's, it's the same. It's, it's still about your bond with your players, that daily connection. And, and so I'm fortunate for the opportunity I have. But I'll tell you, it's, it, you really don't treat it any differently than being a high school coach or a grade school coach or a summer coach because it's always important. I can tell you the pregame meals at Duke are different than the ones at Martin Luther. So there's a little <laughs> bit there. And now we get a great deal with our friends at Wendy's. And yeah. And, uh, right, I mean, Chili, they do a great job for us. And, and they really do. They've been a big sponsor for us. But I got to tell you, I got to believe that the, the pregame meals at Duke are a little bit a little bit better. Here, TJ, here's what I love about they eat, you. They eat pretty good out there. Oh, <laughs> South Dakota State does Trust pretty well, too. Okay. We got coached some good barbecue when he was in town. Oh, they did. I bet. Yeah. They, they ran out of ribs that night, didn't they? They did. Seriously. Sorry. And I wasn't there. Amazing. <laughs> and they still ran out of ribs. TJ, here's what I, I, I truly adore about you, and I, and I do, and, I, and I'm a big fan of yours. Some guys will once they get out of milwaukee we'll see yeah i mean i grew up there but look that that's your heart and soul of who you are and you don't mind telling people look I, I i grew up in the south side of milwaukee that's who i am i'm milwaukee you can take the boy out of milwaukee but you can't take milwaukee out of the boy and that's what i i love the fact that you'll you'll get up by the mountaintop and say look this is my hometown and i love it there no i have great sense of pride in, in being from the city and remember all some of my most fondest memories of 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 playing basketball or taking the bus on the playground and being at Beulah Britton Park down on the south side and playing there and then going to Ohio Park over here and then maybe taking the bus to the north side or down. Those to me were the most, of all the games I played, I still remember the playground games at the park where, you know what, in those days there's 30 or 40 guys waiting around to play, so if you lose... It teaches shot selection in a hurry because if you lose, you're sitting out and you're done for the night. You didn't come over to our, you didn't come to the north side, but you stayed over in the south side. There are weak players. I over played there. at Washington. I oh, played okay. at. I was Man, even at Clovernook a little bit. Oh, oh, yeah. oh okay. okay. So a little credibility with <laughs> little some credibility. Link. Lincoln, you, Lincoln if, Park. If you got, I never court. played. It. I've been at Lincoln a bunch. Never played at Lincoln Hart Park and Tulsa a bunch. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know those days. TJ, last question, and we got to get to a break. But I tell these kids that unless they get to a chance to play at South Dakota State University or, or Wisconsin or some of those schools, high school basketball is as good as it's going to get. And they look at me like I'm crazy, but but you know what? For 90% of these kids, this is the best it's going to get, and I hope they enjoy every minute of it. 
No, absolutely. These are the best times of your life. And the camaraderie you build with your teammates, uh, coaches, and everybody, when you invest in each other and you put that time in and, and your hard work, I don't think there's any greater reward in life that when you have a group of people that put their heart and soul into something and work together uh, to achieve something, that's really a lot of fun. And I, I, you can't take these days for granted. You've got to make sure you enjoy them because they are some of the best days of your life. He's T.J. Otzenberger, and, uh, boy, I love uh, talking to him any chance that I get. Uh, happy New Year to you and your family. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, guys. You got you, it. we get to a break. Happy this holidays. Is, this is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. We're live at the Rick Majerus WBY Shootout at Concordia University on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Looking back on what I used to be, a recollection of my Welcome back to Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. We're live from the 14th annual Rick Majerus WBY Shootout here at Concordia University in Mequon. I'm Dave Cooks, and we are joined right now by Cade Christian. Is that right, Christensen? Who do we have yet? Cade Christensen. Welcome. Thank you. From St. Mary Springs, a multi-sport athlete. I've heard a lot of things about you through Coach Cassidy. I understand you throw the ball really fast. You throw it in the hoop. You do a bunch of other stuff. So, And you want to be a farmer, I think. Yes, sir. Wow, wow. So let's talk a little bit about uh, um, basketball since we're here at a basketball tournament. Um, what's your, what, what, what position did you play? Uh, how long have you been playing? Have you played at the WBY shootout before? And, Share some of that with our Sure, audience. absolutely. So on Thursday, that was my first game with the BBY. Okay. Uh, play guard, the two. My best attribute is probably shooting. Okay. And I've played since third grade. Did you say you're a guard? Yes, sir. How, you're pretty tall. How tall are you? 6'4", yeah. You're a 6'4", nice, big, strong, so you're a two guard. Yes. So are you consider yourself a baller or a shot caller? Probably a shot caller. Oh, a shot caller. Okay. What's the difference between the two? Uh, I'd say baller is more creating, okay. and the shot caller is more making. All right, there we go. All right, so that's pretty good. And so um, how's, your, how's your team doing this year? We're doing pretty good. Uh, five and three start, and we play a tough schedule. So our losses were Ron Colley, who's a very good team. Good team. I mean, they're going to be contending for state again this year. And then we lost to Lemira by one. That was a tough game. Winnable, but we lost. And then to Sheboygan Lutheran team on Thursday, who's also very good. Okay. So a little bit more about your team, your makeup of your team. You're, you're obviously your captain for your team. Yes. How many seniors do you have? Uh, we got five seniors and then a couple sophomores who contribute, a couple juniors who contribute. So we're well balanced. Uh, not a huge size team, pretty spread out with that. And we do dribble drive, up pace, you okay. know. But at six, you're a six four guard, so I'm probably our biggest have, guy. You're, okay, yeah. you're the biggest guy. So defensively, you you, you end up uh, matching up against the other team. Yeah, biggest yep. biggest player normally, but that's good. So on the offensive side, that probably gives you a little bit of an advantage. Right? right, right. If they put their biggest guy on me, it definitely gives me an advantage. You know, take him to the hole. I'm a lot quicker than he is, type of thing. How many multi-sport athletes do you have on your team? Is that is that something common? Yeah, at our areas? school, that's that's definitely common. Most guys play three sports. You oh, know? really? Yeah, okay. most guys. Um, it'd be hard to find a guy who only plays one sport at our school. How, how, uh, you come from a fairly small school. Yeah, then, and, yep. And so everybody has to contribute. And, right. Uh, does that help with uh, forming family and a bond? No doubt. I mean, because our school is so small, you play multiple sports with guys you know and you're together almost all year round and it forms a bond no doubt 
Jack. Who's um, so? What's next for you? You're going to graduate this year, and um, I was told you want to go. You, the, the family business is farming, and um, how do you do that? How do you transition from that? Uh, have you thought about doing any playing beyond high school? Any sports? Or anything? Sure. Yeah, definitely exciting time. My grandpa is a farmer, so that's my dream is to take that over, and a couple of different paths you can take with college. Either you go to a bigger school like Minnesota or Madison. I've got to accept into both of those. Or you go and you play basketball, which is also an option for me. Okay. Uh, River Falls and Platteville are two options. And then I could also play baseball in college, too. Oh, fantastic. So, so you've got uh, athletic options yeah. uh, as well. So you haven't made a major final decision yet. No, I got some time yet. But, but ultimately, you're going to take over the family business and, and do that. So that's, that's great. Plan. So of the three sports you play, so you play baseball, basketball, football? Yes. Um, which, what do you love the most? Probably whatever I'm playing. <laughs> whatever you're playing. Yeah. So, so you put it all in. So you really are indifferent in terms of what you want to do next after this. So um, how is that from a recruiting standpoint? How difficult does it does that make it for you and for also the schools that are interested in recruiting? Right. Yeah, that does make it difficult, but I think it's also a plus because I'm good at a lot of things, you know. Right. And so you have some options. Right. There. Okay. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about your family. You have any siblings? I got a younger sister, Ella. She's a freshman this year, just okay. starting high school. Mom, dad, Carl, Brenda. Okay. They're Does your great. Sister, your sister an athlete also? Not really. Not no. really. <laughs> I mean took, a little bit, but you took You bit. took all the athletes. <laughs> I guess you could say that, yeah. <laughs> Who do you guys have next on your schedule? So today we have St. Thomas Moore. That's a tw the 12 o'clock game that yes. we have. Then. So that's going to be broadcast live. Awesome. And, and so uh, we'll get to say your name a few more times. That's there. great. That is fantastic. How was your uh, holiday season? It was good. You Merry Christmas, lot, yeah. A lot of time off. Uh, did you guys have to practice a lot? Uh, because of this, yeah, we've had a couple practices. Not too bad, you know, but enjoying the time off from school. Just talk about your conference a little bit. Tell me a little about uh, the teams in your conference, where you guys think you're going to uh, end up, and, and also your post postseason aspirations. Sure. So the flyaway conference we play in, it's pretty special this year in basketball in that no team really stands out as a top dog. Okay. So – Right now we're second in conference. WA's first. They're undefeated. And we got them next on our conference schedule. So we got a chance to prove ourselves right there. But a lot of it is going to be consistency for us in the conference season because every team is capable of beating every team, you know. No, so night, no nights off for Exactly, you exactly. You got to be locked in every night you locked go to play. What do, you, what, do you, what do you enjoy most about playing here at the WBY shootout? It's pretty special, you know. Watching all these guys that are great basketball players, like right now you got Isaac Lindsley and Braden Daly, two Division One recruits, and they're playing right in front of us. And it's just kind of the whole community coming out together to watch basketball, and that's great. So yeah, I was going to ask you, like uh, Friday nights at St. Mary's is gym packed. I'd like it to be more full, but okay, you know, um, last Saturday we played Laconia, and that was the best crowd we've had in a while. So that was pretty special, and. It's a lot of fun playing in a packed gym. You know, there's oh. nothing like that, no, no feeling like that. You like you like being on the road? Actually, it's kind of fun, yeah. L last year in the playoffs, we played New Glarus, and they were undefeated when we went there, and that place was crazy. Holy cow. I mean, it's a small gym, and we got there hour 15 minutes early for the game, and there were people lined up to get in. Yeah, that was the loudest I've ever played, and that was amazing. I bet it gets you all fired and ready exactly. to go. Exactly, gets the goosebumps going there. Uh, what, what would you – 
Mike McGivern's going to join us in, in a moment here. Welcome back, Mike. Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> hey, you know what? Doing this multimedia stuff is tough, man. I'm tired. You are I'm the tired. He, this, I'm tired. He, this is the hardest I'm, working man on radio. I am tired, and I know I'm going to ask Cade some questions you've asked him, but I got to tell you, man, I was really impressed. I sat and talked to him uh, the other day when he was here talking to Sean, and you know what? This is a kid who's got his head on straight, and uh, we talk about being good ambassadors for our community, great ambassador for St. Mary Springs. And I watched uh, some YouTube video of uh, you, a uh, receiver, and you were playing against, I don't know, you had like 17 catches or something. <laughs> um, uh, boy, who, who was it? Austin? No. It was a team that first thing, first thing popped up, and he had I don't know, I don't know how many catches and a couple of tackles too. He hit a few people on the defensive side. Favorite sport for you, Kate? Like I said, uh, you did ask before. him. I'm sorry, yeah. David. I, I, whatever I'm playing. Whatever I'm playing. Whatever he's playing. What, what are you best at? That's a good question. I'd like to say basketball, probably. Yeah. Hey, he's a six-four point guard, shooting guard. I didn't know that. We're like twins, him and I. <laughs> like twins. <laughs> like the twins. key word in that. Hey, if he's is a point guard, <laughs> just pass through the ball, you man. I'm wide open <laughs> all the time. Hey, um, brother, sisters, do you have younger sister Ella? She's a freshman this year. At uh, Springs. Yes. That's awesome. She's yeah. not an athlete. She's not. <laughs> no. She's a good student, though. Yeah, of course. Well, he's a good student. No, too. I, no doubt. You take over the family he's farm. He's got a couple options. Ask him about his college options. No, you've already done that. I want to talk farming. <laughs> I really do because I don't know much about it. What kind of farm is it that your family has? So my grandpa has a cash crop farm right now. He had a dairy farm for about 40 years. Okay. What, and did, what did he say it was? A, what, cash, what a cash? Cash crop farm. Cash crop. I don't know crop. what that means. What that so, okay, that means you grow crops and you okay. sell them for money. Okay. <laughs> what kind of crops? The corn, soybeans. Excellent. Sweet corn? No, just regular corn regular like the cows corn. eat. Yeah, I, oh, this is cow corn. Yeah, yeah. Not, oh. not human. Not, not human. people corn. Not, not people corn. No, because no, I was good at I like sweet corn, but I don't like cow corn. I don't know. I've yeah. never had it, I don't think. I think one of those guys on the side of the road sold me some one time because yeah. it wasn't very it wasn't very good. How big is the farm? How much land? He owns about 500 acres. Wow, and it's up in your area in Fond du Lac? Yeah, right in Fond du Lac County. Have you worked it? I have. Yeah, do you enjoy You obviously enjoy it because it's something you want to It's awesome. Do. Being out in nature, there's nothing like it. Man, do you hunt and fish? I do, yep. Man, look at Cooks is all excited. <laughs> so what kind of fish do you like fishing for the most? I'm getting into ice fishing now a little bit, oh, me and my man. buddies out there. Boy, we're going to do We do a hunting and fishing show on the station. I don't do it, but Cooks is going to be a special guest because he knows all about this stuff, man. He loves fishing Winnebago. Okay. Yeah, we got there a we tournament go. out there this year. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. You got some fish in the freezer right now? Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, hey, come on, man. When you have a tournament, is it a team tournament or singles? Yeah, we actually have an ice fishing club up at Springs. we got about 40 guys in it. We go to tournaments. It's pretty oh, awesome. Okay. Need a guest speaker? <laughs> go for it. Yeah. I'll hook you up. Yeah, I'm telling you, guest speaker, you need a brother on the team. He's right here, there man. There you go. He's ready. awesome. He is ready to go. Hey, good luck today, Kate. I really appreciate you stopping by, and, and I apologize for not being here at the beginning of the interview uh, but I'm sure David did you very well and, and thank you so much good luck this year enjoy this this season senior season gets uh, make sure you play as deep in, into that tournament as you can and see if you can't get uh, cut down the nets this year yeah thank you appreciate it and you're gonna be calling his name out at 12 o'clock yeah we're doing the game and you know what if you can if you guys get up a lot make a pass and make it come this way now I don't think I can hit one from I'll here. I'll hit you in the corner. Yeah, You're open. Yeah, you get yourself an assist, young man. All right, Pass me we'll the do. ball. He is Cade Christensen, St. Mary Springs, where you can get to a break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
Polish Pipe Pond finally got one I liked. Welcome back to the what Wendy's. Song, what, what song was that? Uh, it's a good song. Welcome <laughs> back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz Grandma's High School team. Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores. Mike McGiver alongside David Cooks. We're courtside as uh, Mineral Point and Brookfield Academy going at it. Right now, uh, Mineral Point up 21-17. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Brook Academy up 21-17. And uh, the game before, my alma mater, the Mighty Bishops from Mesmer High School took one on the chin. Head coach from Manitowoc, Ron Colley, is joining us, Joe Garcel. Joe, uh, it's really been uh, a good run for you guys. I, I'm not feeling so good about what you did to my alma mater. Well, hey, we came in with a lot of respect for you guys. And as I said, I, I told our kids, our kids are, uh, our current players are too young to remember it. But I said back when uh, WISA was still a thing uh, 15, 20 years ago, whatever it was, I said we we ran into you guys several times and down at the played at the Mecca in Milwaukee and boy it was uh it was I said anybody that any anybody older than myself that hears we're playing Mesmer is probably thinking uh oh and I Here said we go. we've got we've got a little we got a little retaliation that we've got to give for our <laughs> yeah, alumni well. that took one on the chin years ago you're even for everything that happened no. in the past <laughs> and the next twenty years well, I don't I, I don't look, know about that you know it's uh, I'm telling you hey defending WI Division Four state champions coach did you that run that you had last year, um, when, when you look back, is, is it the journey for you? Is it is it how you guys came together as a team? Or when you think of last year, do you think about cutting the nets down? No, um, you know, that, that, that that's a really good question. Um, you know, I, I try to, even this year, I try to think, man, we're, we're, you know, we're playing well to start the season. But I, I constantly, you know, in the locker room, we, we get done winning and uh, we get done with the game and I'm instantly saying, okay, now we've got Valders, you know. So it's, it's I, I try to focus on the process, but sometimes it's difficult when you know you're playing quality competition night in and night out. Um, but, you know, in the last year, yeah, it's it's a lot of the books that you read and I'm, I'm, I'm good friends with one of the uh, Kimberly football coaches and a lot of it is the process that if, you know, if you just focus on the end result, well, what happens if you don't achieve that end result? Was the whole season a bust? Was it all was was it all a waste? Um, so we really we really do try to focus on the process, take it day by day. But you know, you have that in the back of your mind of where you want to get to at the end of the year. But that you try to try to focus on the process as much as you can and worry about the nets will take care of itself if we worry about the process today. Coach, I've been a part of some state championship teams, and what the difference between look, Ron Colley's a little bit different, where you guys are always on somebody's radar screen. You know, I mean, you're, you're a program that's been uh, a really successful program throughout the years. But the difference between being the team that's hunting and being hunted mm -hmm. and when you're a state champion, people grab their schedule and circle. Okay, when do we play Ron Colley and where do we play him? And they're a state championship. You're getting everybody's best game right now. Right, absolutely. And that's something that, that we I – don't, I don't know if the uh, current – I think they understand because we preach it enough is that – you know, it took a lot of work to, to, to make the name what it was. From our very first coach, Coach uh, Coach Kirsten, to the guy that I took over for, one of my best friends, uh, Coach Joe Rux, who's now at Brookfield East. Um, you know, it's it's a lot of work that goes into it. But, yeah, because of the program that Rux had built up, um, a, a lot of people, whether we are, like this year, we are, we're, we're fortunate to be 10-0. and 0, Kids are working really hard. But even when we're, we start off, you know, 3-10, and 10, my, my first year we were 3-10. and 10, or, no, my second year we started off 3-10. and 10, 
they're still it's they're still on the map. The teams want to come out and play us and compete against us hard. That, um, like I said, because of what the former alumni and former coaches have built up, we're always going to be so to so to speak the hunted. Right. And um, you know, it's, we got to got to keep working. But yeah, it's it's it, it it gives you that energy to to say, hey, you know, we're we still got to compete because we're going to get everybody's best effort. How'd you sleep when you were three and ten, coach? I can't imagine you were sleeping very well back <laughs> no, then. I mean, right. I feel bad for those kids because we had some stellar teams. Uh, you know, a team, my first year, Zach Schneider, Brett Bars, uh, Tom Rout Lambert, a lot of skilled players that I think, what in the heck did I do that that, that we didn't get them off to a better start? And, but uh, that, that a lot of that goes to say for our uh, our conference as well, that we've the EWC the last couple of years has been, <clears throat> has been very, very competitive. And that's what kind of helped us last year make that postseason run is that we're, you know, you're battle-tested. You go up yes. against a team like Valders, who is playing for the D3 state title. You get two games against them, and Howard, uh, New Holstein, um, yeah, Sheboygan Falls is usually in the mix. Brilliant. 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 Yeah, brilliant. I mean, we got some quality teams that you're getting tested night in and night out. And uh, now Chilton is much improved. They got some very good kids. They were probably our toughest competition this year. Um, you know, they're they're going to put a lot of pressure on you. But um, so yeah, when, uh, three and ten, it's. Yeah, it's, it's weird. You, you win a game, and I almost feel like you can just take a breath, like a sigh of relief. Like, okay, a lot of work that goes into each game, scouting uh, uh, scouting reports, scouting games, breaking down films so the players are ready, that you almost feel like you can just exhale. And then when you lose, it's like, what am I doing? Rux, it, Rux it, never exhaled. <laughs> he, he never. Yeah, oh. He just keeps going. Well, I, when I say exhale, I mean, like, I can actually, you know, fall asleep within two hours of laying in bed. You know, it's. Wow. Man. It's but well, when, it, when you, when you, you don't lose, care enough about it. When I you guess. lose, you, you <laughs> toss and turn. <laughs> but no, it's, so it makes for some long nights when you lose. But like we're fortunate enough at Roncalli to, uh, as many schools are, but Roncalli we got some really hardworking kids, and I think they understand that it's not the jersey that 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 the program is made of. It's the hard work that the players have put in to make right. the jersey what it is. And hey, your background, where are you a Roncalli guy? Uh, yeah, I'm a Roncalli alum. I was a junior when uh, Rux came to Roncalli, so I played under Rux for two years. He doesn't want to remember those years too well, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think his first year, I think for first year we might have been like 15 and seven. You know, he did all right, but then uh, we had one of our better players transfer to uh, another school to play uh, uh, at Lincoln. And you know, we went from having a kid that was a top 50 in the state, probably top top 20 in the state. To not having him, and we kind of got wide eyes. Okay, now how do we play without him? Um, but yeah, I played for Rux under the first uh, for his first two years, and then I, um, I I coached his last four years at Roncalli. I was a freshman coach, and his last year there, he kind of knew when he was leaving to to pursue other uh, uh, opportunities that he had in front of him. So I, that last year, I I uh, I would I'd practice with the varsity. I'd kind of help him out as much as I could. And right when the varsity would get done, I jump over and practice oh, my man. JV. So my, yeah. oh. I've got a very, uh, I'm very blessed to have a uh, understanding uh, wife that I don't. know, She didn't know what she got into when no. she stepped on the altar <laughs> 12 years ago. But she's it's very too late uh, now, man. Yeah. Too late now. Well, yeah, but you it's know. nice, you know. We bring, we got two kids that they come to the gym, and all the big kids, you know, they they treat them like like they're their little brothers and stuff. So that makes it all worth it to see, uh, you know, to see your our seven and five year old run around and. The big, you know, 14 to 18 year olds are, are being That's nice awesome. to them and rebounding for them a little bit. It, it, it makes it makes it well worth it. I always say that uh, there's a, spe uh, a special place in heaven for coaches' wives, and uh, she'll uh, she will definitely uh, be there. Hey, when you talk about the Eastern Wisconsin and that conference coach, um, is the conference top heavy uh, this year? Or are you feeling like it's it's uh, strong all the way through? Um, 
You know, we, we graduated a lot. If you look at her first and second team uh, all-conference from last year, we only – Chambi Lambert, our point guard, is the only player in the first and second team from last year that made it back. So um, we graduated a, a, a lot, so a lot of teams are, are finding uh, they're, they're, they're having to reload, so to speak, or just – you know, you take a team like Valdez last year. He's very well-coached, uh, hard-working kids, um, as several are, but – you know, they lose. I'm, I would, I'm going on, I don't have it in front of me, but I would go if they averaged 75 points last year, I bet you they graduated 68 of them. Wow. So, you know, you get a, a lot of teams I think are in that that kind of a, 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 a setting right now where we, we were fortunate to have a, a lot of kids back from last year's team where we kind of come in maybe a little bit more, you know, used to the daily the day-to-day grind of a varsity ball club. That um, So it's, it's, it's fairly even, I would say. Um, but you know, a lot of a lot of teams are still trying to find their scores from graduating a lot of a lot of a lot of athletes and a lot of big time scores from last year. Yeah, it uh, it's interesting when you look at, at that conference and um, you guys lost uh, Mitchell Snyder. Where where is he? He's just attending school at uh, UW Madison. He was really? going to go to Oshkosh, and then he had some injury injuries last year that if he decided to it, like people, I don't think people know this, but he had a. I don't know if it was ever diagnosed, but based on how his foot was reacting, we think he had a broken bone in his foot the second half of last season. Really? So he sat out about three or four games uh, midway through the season, and then he, uh, you know, he with the second, uh, the second he would is the, the, the swelling would go down, and then the second he started walking or just doing even light movements with it, it would swell right back up. So it didn't act like a sprain. So we had a, one of our coaches had a, had a break when he was in high school, and he said it acted the same way. But so he had an injury there. He tore a muscle in his shoulder. Um, uh, during the football season that he never had looked at. And he knew that if he was going to continue to play at the college level, he was going to have to have some surgery done. So I think he just decided, you know what, I've had enough wear and tear on my body. Yeah, that he's, he's just going to – he's a good, great student, um, just going to get a good education over at, uh, at, the, at Madison. Well, he's, and he was a good player. He was a good player. Yeah, he was, he was he, fun to watch. High basketball IQ and a kid that just was a gym rat. He's a tough kid. Yeah, absolutely. And he, like his brothers, that have, he's the youngest of three boys. I mean, his brothers Zach and Austin were the same way. Where uh, you know they just—I don't think people people. I think a lot. I think some kids these days, you know, they're watching the NBA or college, and they just want to come into the gym and just start chucking up, chucking up three balls. And they didn't—they don't necessarily see the hours that go into you know LeBron waking up at you know whatever time in the morning. Or you listen to Kobe Bryant talk about how he gets four workouts in a day, and uh, you know getting up at four so he can get a workout in five to seven. Then he's back at it, uh, uh, whatever, ten to noon. Yeah. And then he so. You don't see the behind the scenes, but Mitchell and, and, and his brothers and a couple of our current players, I think, understand it, which helps them achieve success. You know, there's a great quote that I like. Uh, it's the bright lights don't make you shine. The bright lights reveal what you do in the dark. You know, it's, it's so it's what you do not in the dark, so to speak. The lights off, but like when nobody's watching. Right, yeah. And the, yeah, that's Mitch, awesome. Mitchell that's was, a good quote. Mitchell was one that definitely epitomized that. Hey, before you get out of here, uh, Coach McGivern wants to know what a moving screen is. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 any refs that are doing our games, I got to get, I got to plant that in their head tonight when we're playing the Rucks offense. Uh, a moving screen is <laughs> is one where you're running and pushing with two hands. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> no, oh man! I, 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 you I, know I, what? That's a great I, answer. I, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a great answer from a from a Joe Rucks. Kind of <laughs> disciple right yeah, there. Ruxes. You coach? Did you coach uh, Josh Erickson? I did not. He was Rux's second to last team. Okay. Um, I, uh, but boy, I, I told Josh the story that when he was a sophomore, I brand new, my first year at the school, he was up on varsity, so I didn't really know everybody yet uh, from the sophomores, junior, seniors, and 
he came back and had to practice with the JVs one practice uh, for whatever he couldn't make the varsity and he came in and just a different level of ball that that kid was at and even as a sophomore I, yeah. he was running around with his classmates in the class below him and I thought well who's this college guy that just came back right. you know he didn't look like a college guy body wise but how he was flying around and talking and doing the little things that Josh is another guy that just hard-working guy his senior year he got asked to go from a center to a, a guard position and just a kid that can compete, and we're, we're lucky to have him be able to come back and work with our guys once in a while. Hey, Coach, thank you so much for stopping by, and I really appreciate the time you give my show. Yeah, you know, yeah. anytime I call or send you a text, can I get a couple minutes? Man, you're you're very kind with uh, with your time, so thank you very much. Good luck the rest of the way, and manage to walk around colleagues in good hands. Well, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, good. Uh, the guy you're going up against tonight is one of the best, as I said, and I'm Who I'm you rooting for tonight? I got I got it. Hold on. I'll, I'll take some money with yeah, that. That 50, <laughs> that, that 50 no. gets you a green. I'll get you a green damn Martin Luther no. shirt. Yeah, hey, that, 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 that's my guy there, and I, he's, he's got my back. I got his, but I like I said, I know. You can't I know, be bought, you know, I know, right? I know. He's, I know he's he's got a lot of respect for you guys over there, and I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm going to, the guys are going to go down back home with uh, some of the other coaches, my wife and I are going to stay down and watch that game. That's going to be a good one. Both She's going to hang are, out in the gym. You're going to take her to, you're gonna take uh, yeah, her to lunch and stuff, yeah, right? I think I think we're going to go. She's uh, in the grab, hat right yeah, here. She's in right the hat right yeah, so. you all kicked your coverage by a mile, pal. Are well, you kidding uh, uh, 100%. me? 100%. You're a fine-looking guy, but come on now. No, I, I, I trust me. I, I, I get what, that. What is I her name? Uh, Margaret. 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 So. Well done, Margaret. You know, what's the chance maybe you stay and do the show and – uh, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> hey, uh, good luck. Thank you again Thank you. so I, much. I appreciate you guys covering, and you got a nice setup here, and we appreciate listening to you guys as well. So Man, you guys I appreciate that. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue. David Cooks is my co-host, and we're live at the uh, 14th annual Rick Majerus WBY shootout at Concordia University on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Now with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks, here's 105.7 FM The Fans High School Insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. Live from the 14th annual Rick Majerus WBY shootout at Concordia University here in Mequon, Wisconsin. I'm David Cooks, and uh, we are so excited. Mike is uh, doing double duty. He's the hardest working man in radio, and now he's doing some TV too, so he'll be back to join us. We're glad that uh, Jack. Halen is joining us. Is that right, Jack? Yep, that's Jack right. Jack is a graduate of Brookfield Academy High School. He's a point guard. I remember going to watch uh, him play when he was a junior. I saw a lot of his games his junior and senior year. He is now a freshman playing basketball at Calvin College. Mm-hmm. And so welcome to the show. I want to talk to you a little bit about that and, and what that's been like. So um, are you playing Are you playing this year? Are, are, are you redshirting? What's going on down there for you? Yeah, so um, Calvin's been historically pretty good at basketball, so they got a, got a lot of guys in their program. And um, I talked to Coach, and uh, this year he has a JV program that he uses to develop guys uh, to play on varsity. Um, and so I'm on JV this year. Okay. Um, and he moves guys up and down, so at any time I could play 
uh, up on varsity, but I'm there to develop and, and score, something that I didn't do much of in, in high school. Okay. And uh, um, just overall get better as a basketball player. Yeah, well, you know, I think sometimes um, guys don't understand the transition to college basketball and that, you know, you, you leave at a high school where you were one of the dominant players mm -hmm. on your team and, and you were the man there and then you get to college and there's a lot of other guys who are also the man. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> at, their, at their schools. And, and so to have the opportunity just to play, even if it's uh, at the JV level to develop and, and to learn the system, I think is beneficial. Yeah, for sure, yeah. And, and there, it's very similar to being redshirted, but even better, I get to play. Right. I'm not sitting on the bench watching guys. I get to actually play and get minutes and continue working on my game. So I'm what happy you, with it. What do, you, uh, what do you miss most about high school basketball? Um, there's a lot, actually. Um, with You know, in high school, you have, you know, your – it's a smaller setting. You're all in the same building, you know, everybody in your high school. And so just get in to represent your high school and, uh, you know, all the families and people associated with that coming to watch you play. And especially at Brookfield Academy where it's a K through 12 school, you know, all the little kids know you, they're watching you play. Um, and you just feel special. You feel like you're a known person. And, and it's no different in, in college. Um, there's definitely a fan base there. But Definitely on Friday nights, getting to play in front of your students, in front of the student section. Uh, that was something I enjoyed. But what, what can you um, speak to in terms of uh, Coach Cleary? We, we had him in the studio, and, and uh, some of his current players really emphasized the family environment mm -hmm. that he tries to create. And, and what, you know, what are your fondest memories of, of playing mm -hmm. for him? And, and would you consider him um, – the type of coach he is. Is he a, is he a player's coach? Is he mm -hmm. a yeller, a screamer? Yeah. Um, he's, a, he's a lot of different coaches, actually. He can take many different forms, um, and that's kind of what I love about him. And he's, I'd say he's definitely a player's coach in that, you know, he cares about you and he treats you as his own son. And, um, you know, he's not always going to be buddy-buddy with you and tell you what you're doing right all the time. He's going to tell you what you're doing wrong, and that's what makes him so good. He holds you accountable. And, um I just loved him for that. His practices were hard, and he did that so that made the game easier. Okay, that's and great. And he always said, when, you know, when I was a sophomore, even a freshman, and it came down to playing JV or varsity, he would rather have me play on varsity and get to practice in front of him um, in order to get better versus just playing on JV. And he just does such a great job. He has so many tricks, whether he got them from NBA or other college coaches. He's always just looking to get better at coaching. Um, did you um – I mean, we're caught up watching this game a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so we are um, – you played in the WBY shootout. I before, did, yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And um, what was so special about coming and playing at, the, at this event? Um, you know, being invite only, it, it made it special. You know, you were playing good other teams that uh, Mr. Miller set you against. And, um, you know, you, it was often state ranked for state ranked. And so they were big games. And being over break, it took a different kind of mental – ability to come you know wake up you're not going to school wake up early in the morning you know go eat with your team and then drive down here and get prepared and ready to play against a very good team usually like i said being an invite only so um, what's, what's been your biggest adjustment going from high school as a, as a basketball player mm -hmm. to complete competing in college yeah i definitely think um you know i was talking to one of my friends who plays at carroll he said it took him like six months to get adjusted to the game and the speed is just so much different I'd say the biggest thing for me was uh, probably on defense. Uh, me play, I had to play most of the game in high school. Uh, we didn't go very deep, and uh, I brought the ball up. 
and that's just not the case in college. You're going and you're playing hard for five, six minutes at a time. You got to go hard on defense. And I'd say defense is something I'm working on right now, just playing defense, you know, five minutes at a time as hard as you can, uh, locking a guy up. So you talked about the speed of the game, the defense the defensive aspect of the mm -hmm. game was a big adjustment for you. Yeah. Let's talk about academically. What's it like to be a, a, a college athlete? Because a lot of guys think they're just going to be playing basketball oh, when they go sure. to college. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the school part. Yeah. Um, I think, well, first of all, BA prepared me very well. I mean, being a college prep school, they, they know what they're doing and they know what it takes to succeed at the college level. Um, so I'd say that helped me a ton. And then I'd say for people, you know, debating whether they want to play in college or not, I'd say, you know, go for it. You get to play a sport you love, and it keeps you accountable. Instead of going back to your dorm at 3 o'clock and having nothing to do and procrastinating, not doing homework, you're on a schedule. you got practice 3 to 5, and you got to get this done. you got to go get food. It just helps you, I'd say, mentally, just being on track and keeping track of what you need to do. What are you uh, planning on studying? I'm currently in engineering right now, so yeah, you are I know there's not a lot of <laughs> basketball engineers, so no, they're not. Mm -hmm. how, how does that uh, how does that work out from your scheduling for classes? Has mm -hmm. you run into that problem yet? Yeah, it's a little difficult. There's a lot of group projects being engineering, and it's, it's definitely difficult to manage. But you know, I'm up for the challenge. What would you? Um, you got a lot of high school players here and people listening to the show. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to a high school student? that is aspiring to play at the next level? Um, you know, I'd say just don't go at it um, with half your heart, you know. Go at it as hard as you can. If you want to be better, Coach always said you got to do what it takes to be better. If you want more shots, you got to go get more shots outside of the gym. Coach always said, you know, when it came down to coming to Calvin the next day, he said, um, you know, instead of just practicing three to five, you got to go 45 minutes before practice shoot and then 45 minutes after. Hey, I, I had to jump in. You want to know why? Because I had to thank him for something. I <laughs> hey, thanked him off the air, but I got to thank him for something. You, you know what I'm talking about? I think so, yeah. yeah. so we were here uh, playing uh, against Brookfield Academy, Martin Luther, and it was an early game, and our guards were not real. They were not really into the game. And a young man who's a really nice player, our guest here, he talked a little smack. I don't know if he hit a three, and he looked at him and said a little something. Mm -hmm. But he woke up our guards that day. And A7s and Terry Kwan Carrington looked at each other and said, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah man, no. Okay, now we're going to go. And, and uh, everything that we talked as coaches to them in pregame didn't work. Mm -hmm. But I appreciate you talking a little smack. It might have guys. not been the best idea. Those <laughs> no. two went off on me after no, no. that. <laughs> You've grown up a little bit since then. You know what? You're an awfully good player. I loved, I loved watching you play. I didn't like coaching against you because um, you're a really good basketball player and a nice young man, I'm, I'm sure. That. Did uh, did Coach Clary, was there a place where you had to pass the ball to the Clary boy, or how did um, that work? <laughs> I didn't ask that question. Yeah, I know you didn't. That's where I'm going. And, you look, he's coaching, so he's not mm -hmm. listening. You know what? He's a good coach, man. Clary. He's, he's a really good coach. His, his, his response was the same as the current players in terms of that family and him caring mm -hmm. for right. them as players. So there's some consistency there, which is great. Yeah. Hey, I'm getting text messages that the beginning of this interview is the best that this show's ever been. So. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. Let, let's, let's finish up with one thing. Yeah, you go you, ahead. You went to Calvin College, uh -huh. all right? That's correct. And for some guys, they would not be interested in doing that. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about if you can just talk to guys and, and gals that might be listening about just going and playing and finding the right place to play. Yeah, for sure. Well, 
I mean, a lot of people knock Division three, saying, you know, no one wants to go D3. Everyone wants offers and scholarships nowadays. But there's a ton of good talent at the Division three oh, level. Unbelievable. Yes, yeah. and it's, I mean, when it came down to me first, obviously I'm not going to the NBA. I'm not going to pursue basketball after college. So it came down to choosing a school that was the right fit for me. And then hopefully basketball would be a good fit after that because I'm not picking a school based on the coach or the basketball program right. because that's not why I'm there. Hey, can I, I got to tell you a quick story. So my son played at Maranatha Baptist Bible College, okay. Division Three, mm-hmm. and uh, when when he was about a month away from graduating, he sent out eight resumes, yeah. and he got eight phone calls. And I said, let me see the resume. What are you telling people, right? <laughs> and I brought it to a guy I work with. I used to work for a company that hired a lot of um, college graduates. And I said, why is he getting so much play on this uh, resume? And he looked at it and he said, I'd bring him in. I said, not because you know me. He said, no, he played four years of Division three mm-hmm. college basketball. He was a two-year captain, two-year academic All-American. I don't know if I'd hire the kid, but I'd want to bring him in. He said, every resume that I got from a college athlete who stuck it out. Mm-hmm. He said, I get a lot where they played one year, played two years, especially at the Division three level, because you're you're not getting paid. You're not getting anything other than the pride of playing and the love of playing. So keep it up and understand that it's, this is going to pay off at the end. You know, it really will. Thank you so much for a couple minutes of your time. And, again, thanks for talking smack a couple years ago. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, Thank was, you guys for it, having it me. It was just wonderful for us. You bet. Thank you very much. We're going to get to a break. Bart Winkler is going to sit in for me. The next segment, you and Bart Winkler are going to talk a little bit about the games we're doing, and uh, you can say nothing but good things about me, all right? Okay. Man, I ho- <laughs> I, I, I'm probably not getting paid a whole full uh, a full segment here because I've only been on the show half You've the done time. a great job today. Man, oh, wow. No, really? I mean, oh, yeah. You have maximized. What I was saying is that you've taken full advantage of a small time. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. We're going to get to a break. Bart Winkler and David Cooks on the other side. This is the Wendy's. Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaching Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Digging from corner in my neighborhood Where all the old buildings stood They keep digging down and down So that the cars can live on the ground Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show returns. I'm Bart Winkler stepping in for Mike McGivern just momentarily. Nice pull there, death cab for cutie, uh, <laughs> alongside David Cooks here, who's, you've been here most of the day, obviously. Uh, you've been here throughout the tournament. I was at some of the games last night that we did on the station with Big Time, and we'll be doing a couple this afternoon. But I think before we get into that, David, I think what's neat about this tournament is just the matchups that you're seeing. Uh, we talked to Mark Miller about this a little bit last night. How the pairings go into it. You, you try to get guys, maybe big men, to face big men that haven't seen each other, guys that size before. You try to get schools from that side of the state to this side of the state. And hopefully, what you see are good basketball games. And for the most part, the games we had last night fit that bill. This one currently is fitting that bill between Brookfield Academy and Mineral Point. Sometimes you get a blowout here or there, but for the most part, this is uh, what the doctor ordered in terms of good Yeah, passing. you know, uh, you got to give Mark Miller a ton of credit because uh, this is not an exact science oh. uh, by any stretch. But uh, he seems to know what he's doing. And, and uh, for example, this game we're watching has got a couple of scholarship-level players in it. And uh, it's been a lot of really good basketball. And, and we've got a lot of good basketball ahead of us today yet, too. So I know you guys will be calling the 12 o'clock game uh, today with uh, St. Thomas Moore and St. Mary Springs. And we... Had a chance to talk with one of those players, Cade Christensen, 
uh, the 6'4 uh, shooting guard from St. Mary's Spring, and that should be a, a good contest. And, you know, it's high school basketball, man. If you can't enjoy this and you can't come out and just enjoy it for what it is, then I think you got a pretty tough life. I'm excited, to be honest, and I haven't told big time this yet, but I'm excited for this noon game because uh, I grew up in Fond du Lac. So St. Mary Springs is a school. I didn't go there, but I have called a lot of their basketball games a couple of years ago on the radio station up there. It's been a few years since I've really seen the program, but they were always a competitive, good program. Kyle Krieger, the head coach, has always done a good job with them. So I'm excited to see what they look like now. They've got St. Thomas uh, more coming up at noon, and we will have coverage of that game right here on the fan. We'll also do the 130 game, Kettle Moraine Lutheran and Appleton Xavier. So after the Varsity Blitz show here, we're not leaving anywhere. We're going we're to be in this gym for two more basketball games as we were last night. Saw some real good games last night. On Alaska losing for the first time ever in the WBY shootout in 13 tries. It was their first loss. They lose to Waukesha West. They're in action today, too. Uh, a little bit later. Mount Horeb and Racine Park was a good one. Greenfield Muskego. Very interesting. You game talk about I was I was actually driving home listening to that yes. game and uh Greenfield jumped out. We had out. a power outage or two. Yeah, yeah, you had a power <laughs> outage or two. Or, or anticipated ones. And anyway, they were uh, Greenfield was up like 15, 17 points early in that game. Very early. And so, you know, I'm thinking that the game's over. And so I said, I'm going home. I put the radio on. And all of a sudden, Muskego's up 12 or whatever it was. You know, and it, but that's what I love about basketball. Right. You know, you've got to play the game. You know, I had a saying all the time, paper doesn't play, players do. So I don't care what the sheet says about your roster or anything like that or your rankings, the players really have to come to play. And, and so you did see another great game last night. I mean, Greenfield, they went up to, as you said, a big lead early. And then it's really important, we were talking about this on the broadcast last night, when there's that big deficit early or even a big lead early, don't get out of your rhythm whether you're in the lead or falling behind. Because sometimes teams, even if they're used to winning, they get up big. You're up 15 points. You've only played for four minutes. And it can kind of be a shock even if you are in the lead. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then you, you quit doing what got you the lead. And and it's a long game. It's sixty. It's I almost said sixty minutes. That football. <laughs> it's, you've got you know two eighteen minute halves, and that's one of the reasons I do like the way uh, when when the WIA decided to go to halves instead of quarters, because it gives you a, a better chance to get into a flow, and and that's when you can have a lot more swings, like you saw yes last night specifically in that Green Greendale uh, Muskego game. Yeah. So we're expecting some more good ones. Uh, A.J. Mackinnon was one of the stars that, that led it back for Muskego last night. In he is an amazing person to begin with, right? but then an unbelievable point guard, one of the, one of the best point guards around. His vision is good, very unselfish, um, the consummate teammate. Um, and there was no I, – I knew when they were down that he was not going to – he was going to come back and fight. I knew that. Yeah, you guys had him in a few weeks ago as the student athlete of the week. Yes. And when I used to, I used to uh, sit in on the show with McGivern maybe four years ago and do what Jeff's doing now. But you'd see these kids come in, and for the most part, they were, you know, there's a little bit of you're in high school and yes, sir, yep, uh huh. Th these are the full answers. But sometimes you have kids that they're a little more, I guess, adult than a, a 16 or 17 year old kid is expected to be. Are you seeing more kids like that as the student athlete of the week? Or are there still some shy ones? Yeah, there's still some guys that, um, uh, well, I guess the, the, the longer I do this, the more I realize that they're still kids. Yeah. And, and you yes. see they may be physically 
more mature and all that, but when you start to listen to them express themselves or their shyness in expressing themselves, you can see that they're still getting there. And that's one of the things I think as coaches we have to understand, as parents too, that they're still kids, and we still need to let them develop, and they're not going to be polished and always say the right things and do all that kind of stuff. Um, but when you get those student athletes of the week, uh, those are the ones that probably are a little more advanced maturity-wise and, and have other things going on that help them to, to, to get that award. It's important to remember, too, when, when you're calling a game, and we'll have a couple more games here for you today on the fan. We've got St. Thomas More, St. Mary Springs coming up at noon, Appleton Xavier and Kettle Moraine Lutheran at 1.30. That noon game actually will probably start right on time with the pacing so far this morning. So. Uh, stay right here as soon as it starts we'll bring it to you but that's important to remember on my behalf when I'm calling a game is that you know every night I'm at home I'm watching the Bucks or I'm watching the NBA and I'm watching guys that you know are men are grown-ups and then when you get into an environment like this and you're calling a game I'm so used to seeing even college kids but NBA players and you've got 16 year old kids dribbling a basketball you've got guys trying to throw down dunks that aren't even legally allowed to drive yet you got to be careful not to criticize them too much because they are still going through their development and they are still kids yeah you know the, the having been a high school coach and um i now have a greater appreciation now that i'm not coaching anymore for what these coaches actually do you know you're, you're getting guys to all be on the same page um as young men and and that's not easy to do and to get them to buy into a system and to, to learn about being a good teammate and how to make sacrifices, things that we as adults expect us to do. Um, we're asking athletes to do that at, at age 15, 16 years old. And so that's what makes it special. That's what's so exciting about this WBY shootout. Yeah, and you try to put yourself back there. And I try to remember when I played high school sports, what was going through my head at the time. I think everybody that's played high school sports that gets to – you know, a certain age or even adulthood looks back and think, man, if I could take my brain now and put it in me back then, I would just be so much better. <laughs> the team would be better. We wouldn't have had the dumb little offset drama that we had as growing boys through puberty in the later stages. Yeah. If I could just focus on trying to be better every day and being a better player and being a better person – how much that would do so that that's something you think about from time to time especially when you're back in this environment at least for me oh yeah i mean i think about it i, I try to remember and when i was coaching <laughs> i used to try to remember what was it like and the further along you get the harder it is to remember <laughs> what, yeah. what that was like but yeah i mean just uh to, to be able to mentally focus at this age is probably the greatest challenge i think they have right you know, just to, to stay locked in. Um, they have girlfriend problems. They're having school problems. They would be having problems with their brother and sister. You know, you got all that stuff that they're dealing with. And so I used to try to get my guys for those two hours we practiced and for that hour and a half we played a game to leave everything out outside and then try to just focus on, on being the best basketball player you could be for these next couple hours. Yeah, when you look back at it, it kind of – at least the practices, the game's sure too, but the practices become like a sanctuary of sorts because you're not doing your homework. That can wait until you get home. The school day you put behind you, and you just try to focus on, on the task at hand. So I, I hope these kids, it's just so hard to, it's, it's one of those things, and I'm sure you as a coach realize it too, but it's so hard to, they have to experience it on their own. Right. right. Even though you know it now, and you can tell them, hey, you're going to feel like this 10 years from now, you still got to go through it on your own, and high school sports is at least a catalyst to develop. Yeah, and like if one thing I think coaches do a great job with, and, and, I, and, and that is reminding them 
to enjoy this right now. Because, like you said, they don't know. I mean, these are the best years of their life. They, they don't know that at this point because they think it's probably the most contentious and crazy yeah, no. part of their life. But they get just everything for free. Everything. <laughs> you don't have to pay no bills. You got food on the table. There's always something to do. Always something to do. It's, uh, not, it's not hard to find friends. It's hard to find friends when you're, you know, I'm in my mid-30s. <laughs> if I want to meet a new friend, where do I go? Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, <laughs> what, a great, what a great time to. To, to I end be up being playing. stuck hanging around McGivern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you, uh, well, we'll talk about that off air. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea. Well, I'm hijacking a show, so I will give it back to him because I'll hijack plenty of airtime from him coming up uh, from noon to about 3 today. We've got two games on the docket for you. St. Thomas Moore, St. Mary Springs at noon. Appleton Xavier, Kettle Moraine Lutheran at 1.30. We'll have those games as soon as they start. David, good to have a nice chat with you. Great, to, great talking with you. You know, yeah. enjoy those games this afternoon. I'll be here for a little bit and try to get back here tonight. Uh, my wife, uh, she's a assistant varsity coach at New Berlin West with the girls, and so they have a game later this afternoon. It might be tonight, so uh, I'm not sure where I'm going to be. Well, when you're on the road, keep us plugged in here on the fan as long as the power uh, stays on and the battery's good to go. Absolutely. Slight issue last night, but it's all been resolved. More of the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show coming up next from the Rick Majerus WBY shootout right here on the fan. This is what happens when I let you and, and the Polish pipe bomb kind of pick the music. Yeah, you know, I'm back what, 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 what I'm back in studio. What I'm ba- the ratings go up. No, I'm back in <laughs> studio next week. We're getting back to the Jackson 5 and the, uh, Donnie Osmond or something. <laughs> Welcome Osmond. back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by our local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We are live at Courtside, 14th Annual Rick Majerus WBY Shootout at uh, Concordia University in Mequon. Uh, Mike McGivern alongside David Cooks and now Lori Hulk. And uh, we've been waiting for, for her because I'm just such a fan of what the Rick Majerus Foundation is all about. Lori, thanks a lot for stopping by. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Hey, um, we've talked a lot this show about the great impact that this foundation has not only had on this tournament but in the city of Milwaukee. And uh, we're going to have Jody Majerus join us, but she's a hot mess right now. She is. She's crying <laughs> about everything. I just went over and hugged her, and I said, Rick would be so proud. And she just... She said, I'm done. You know, quit talking to me because when you talk to me, I start crying. But he would be, and I think you'd agree, he'd be so proud to have his name on this tournament. Oh, he'd be thrilled. I think it's a good way to keep him involved in basketball, and the scholarship piece is important to the family from an academic standpoint. I agree with that. And and when we had Mark Miller on earlier in the show, he, he detailed all the ways that you guys have been able to help. And... The fact that um, these kids, these student-athletes that come here, first and foremost, some of them walk away with a $5,000 scholarship. And you guys give as many as eight, I think, correct? Uh, yeah, last year we gave 16. This year we gave nine. Wow. Yep. You gave 16, 16 last year. Yeah, we gave 16 last year. What is the response? I, I know what happened um, when our when our kid at Greendale Martin Luther King Anthony Blake won it. I looked in the crowd. His mom was crying. He got into, into the locker room. He hugged me. He had tears. It, it, it has such a huge impact. And $5,000 is a ton of money. 
And to be able to take that and, and going to college nowadays is expensive, to have that as, as a starting point is just wonderful for, for you guys to do that. Yeah, it's been a fun experience to watch the kids. We had a kid yesterday who won, and I think it took the coach three times to push him out on the court because he was so confused as to the surprise that he won. I, I, You know what, that part for me, and I don't know if it is for you, is one of the parts I love the most because these kids don't know. Correct. They do not know until the game is over. You guys go out and give the, the MVP award and then announce that scholarship winner. And I love watching the reaction to the, the kid. What I love most is his teammates, where they're all jumping high five of the kid, hugging him, and then they, they kind of push him out to you guys. And I just really like that. So thank you very much for doing that. Lori, when, when somebody says to you, hey, um, being the executive director for the, the Rick Majerus Foundation, what do you guys do and what do you believe in? What, what's kind of your elevator pitch to what the Rick Majerus Foundation is all about? Well, there's four areas that the family was very focused on, athletics and more specifically basketball, social justice. So we are very active with St. Ben's, um, both the meal program and we donated a large amount of money to their capital campaign to build the um, homeless services and housing uh, academics. So we've given different money to to scholarships and different schools around the area is the other one. And then cancer research. Wow. So really active. Um, look, if, if you don't know as much about the Rick Majerus Foundation as you as you want to know, go online. Uh, the website is the Rick Majerus Foundation. Majerusfamilyfoundation.com. Read, read the stories. Uh, make sure that when you go, you've got a good 10 minutes to put aside. Because once you start reading the history and the story about Rick and his, his, his dad and, and the things that uh, their family has gone through, um, make sure that you spend some time on that foundation. And, and if you're feeling led to give to the foundation, there's a place there that you can get involved and, uh, and give to this foundation for a number of things that they believe in and how much they, they give back to the community, not only in southeast Wisconsin, but th- certainly throughout the country on some of the things that, that they do. Hey, Larry, we've spent a fair amount of time talking about coaches' wives today. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you put on a different hat here today. And uh, your, your husband's the head basketball coach at Thomas Moore. And I've known your husband a long time. I've got a lot of respect for John and the job that he does. He works as hard as anybody. You know, th- there are um, there are sometimes when you're blessed with a, a boatload of talent, and you look like a great coach. And there are times that sometimes in the school the talent's down just a tad. And um, it, it makes it more difficult to get wins. Uh, John is a class act anyway. That if he's winning a lot of games or he's not winning a lot of games. As a coach's wife, you see him, you know, when he comes home from a loss. I only see him in the gym when he's up and positive. Hard to be a, a coach's wife for you? Um, well, I'm at a lot of the games, so I can prepare myself for when he gets home. Um, I usually just try to let him be and tell our girls to just ignore Dad and deal with him in the morning. And yeah, your out. daughter's big volleyball players. Yeah, we have twin juniors that are at Thomas More that are volleyball. Yeah, and, and, and do they play year-round? They do play year-round. They play club, and then they play, for var- they play on the varsity team at TM. Do you enjoy being um, the mom up in the stands? Yeah, I don't. I know enough to be dangerous, so it works out. And uh, John knows nothing about volleyball, so he's entertaining to watch. Who's more vocal at games? Oh, probably me. Are you? Oh, yeah, yeah he's, I, I think being your coach, he just sits and shuts up. Do you guys sit next to each other? No. No. Yeah, I, I tell people all the time that um, when my son played at Maranatha Baptist Bible College, 
with my wife with two minutes before the game would start. Two minutes in warm-up, she'd say, okay, see you later. Yeah. And I would have to move because I didn't cheer correctly. Oh, yeah, we sit on opposite ends of the gym if possible. Yeah, you know what? I think that's probably smart. Wisdom. Yeah, a lot of wisdom. That, that's for sure. How long have you been uh, part of the foundation, the Rick Majerus Foundation? Well, we started it after Rick passed six years ago, so okay. from the beginning. Is it is it where you want thought it would be when when you started this? If if you had a um, a mindset and a game plan on where you'd be four years and five years, six years, are you guys doing the kind of work that you were hoping you would do? We are, and I think we have set it up that we can continue to do it for another ten or twenty years. Um, we did a lot of big gifts early on, and now we're trying to do some of the smaller gifts right. and make it last longer. But you know, I, I and as people listen to this, and people that come out to WBY should understand how important the Rick Majerus Foundation is. And again, I would highly recommend to go on that website. And uh, if, if, if you've been touched by this man, and, and if you're in high school basketball, everybody knows the Majerus Foundation. Everybody knows Rick Majerus and the story of him. We talk about it. I was telling T.J. Osenberger, it's Majerus and him. You know, uh, I, high school guys, we, we, he started in grade school. He went to high school. He went to college. He, and look at, at, at his journey. And younger high school guys all want to take that path. And it's Majerus Otzenberger. And, look, TJ's a Thomas Moore guy. You know TJ quite yes. well. And, uh, you know, he's sitting over here right now talking to Ike Wilson and watching a couple of players. But he keeps coming back to the city of Milwaukee the same way Rick did. Yeah, I think it's great. I think Milwaukee is a very good basketball community. Wherever the guys end up, they still come home. Yeah, and when we talked to him, you know, that who – Norm Wachowski is the guy who is really, like, in the middle of his – wanting to coach, wanting to play, and, and what he went through at Thomas Moore has a lot to do with where he is right now. And I think Rick is the same. I think that's the same way with, with Rick. When, when, he, when he got a chance to come home, he was so proud to be from the city of Milwaukee. He was. He was. He always made sure that everybody knew that was his home. Yeah. So uh, big, big shot by a kid from Brookfield Academy as they win. Uh, they shot at the buzzer, 61-59. They beat a good Mineral Point team, and Brookfield Academy gets a great win out here. Uh, again, hit a buzzer, hit a hit a shot at the buzzer to win 69-50 or 61-59. Excuse me. Hey, Lori, thank you so much for your time. And again, I can't thank you enough. Mike, Mark Miller can't thank you enough. The people that love coming out here every year just thank the Rick Majerus Foundation for the job you guys do. Oh, thanks for having us. Yeah, good luck to Thomas Moore today. Let's hope for a win. Yeah, you know what? You might have to tell your daughters to don't worry about dad till tomorrow. Yeah. Who knows? She's Lori Hoke. Again, thank you for, so much. We're going to get to a break. On the side of the break, we're going to wrap this thing up, and then Bart Winkler and I got to call a couple of games. We're going to call a Thomas Moore game, and I'm going to say nothing but I don't know. I, I don't say nothing but good things about anybody. So, Lori, thanks again. Thanks. Yeah, we're getting to a break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. We are at the 14th annual Rick Majerus WBY Shootout at Concordia University on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Man, I was thin and good looking when that song was hot. <laughs> well, okay, I was Did good looking. No, I wasn't was either. Be, was that before vinyl? 
I, I don't know, but, I, man, you see me dancing in my chair? I got a little rhythm for a white boy. I'm just telling you. Welcome back. Let us, hey, let us know about that. Yeah, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz, uh, the Danny Ontario Dance Show. That's what this is. <laughs> On Sports Radio 105.7 <laughs> FM, the fan, 14th annual Rick Majerus, WBY Shootout. Hey, I didn't book a guest this segment because I want to talk to you about some stuff. Fantastic. First of all, thank you so much. This show, you know, I, I get a little nervous when I don't have things lined up. And we just rolled with it. And thank you so much for, you know, filling in when I was doing some TV stuff with Craig Harden for the athlete. I, I love the fact that you think about who we had on today from 9 o'clock on. We've had college guys on. We've had players. kid at, at St. Mary Springs comes on. Then a kid who graduated Brookfield Academy who's jumping up and down after they just hit that last shot. He's a kid who came back to support his high school team. I love that. We, we on the TV side, talked to uh, to uh, high school coach's wife. Then we talked to Lori Holt as uh, being what she is with the foundation and then having to support her her husband. The show, we've gone a lot of different directions. We talked some fishing, some hunting, all kinds of stuff, man. This is a good show. David, thank you so much. It's, uh, you know, this is fun. I mean, it's, it's, I love doing this. I love uh, being around the game and, and – uh, it's just a lot of fun for me. And, you know, I, I was telling somebody today, if you can't enjoy doing this, you got to get your pulse checked out. Yeah. See you what's know, going on with you. I, I agree. People say to me, and they've said for years, you never take a Saturday off. And, and you get to the office, you know, every Saturday by quarter to five. Are you out of your mind? And I go, man, you know, look, I, I, the Nary Home Improvement Show, struggle a little bit talking an hour on stucco and roofs. And, but, you know what, I get there to prep for it. And then I prep for the U Sports Show, and then the high school basketball show. It's kind of like I could take a breath, take a breath, and say, "Okay, you know what? I got Cooks in, or I had Coach Wallersheim as my my co-host." And if we had to go two hours, we could do it. Oh yeah, that, you know the the experience is that the, the one thing that is is great about doing this is, like you said today, we had a a true like diversity of people oh, in my here goodness. with all kind of experiences, all different kind of expectations, all. All kind of different stories, Look, and but that's basketball. You know, to, to sit and talk to Drake Diener for, I mean, Drake Diener, you know, this guy with big-time player, family of, and now he's back in Fond du Lac at Marion, trying to make Marion University relevant again in this conference. And to listen to him as a first-year head coach, I could do two hours with him just to talk about, you know, all the stuff that he's been through and the amount of basketball that he's lived has been incredible. Yeah, I mean, just um, you're right. I mean, there, there were shows within the show today that yes. uh, you could have done. We could have done full segments on, and uh, it just goes back again to the quality of the people that are involved at the WBY shootout. I agree. The quality of the people involved as coaches here in the state of Wisconsin and those who are coaching beyond. We had TJ and some of the other guys here who are Wisconsin-based, Milwaukee-based people that have gone and done great things in other places. Hey, and you know, so. What we did, and what I did is I said to Mark Miller, hey, if you've got somebody, send him over. Sean Cassidy came over and said, hey, are you? I said, yeah, whatever you got. You, you want to send somebody over. So he sends over Jake Jarris, who is, you know this kid. What a quality young man he is. And when you, you said, look, people that are involved in this game that are quality individuals, man, oh, man. You know, we, you, you pick up the newspaper, you, you listen to the news, and uh, everything's, everything's going to heck in a handbasket. And then we spent three hours talking to student-athletes and people that are in and around student-athletes. Man, I feel great about where we're at. I, I love it. I think these are um, – and these were easy interviews. I know. These, these were not – you didn't have to sit there and uh, 
make them talk. Uh, you know what? On the TV side, when I was interviewing the uh, the coach Manitowoc Ron colleagues, wife, we I just pulled her out of the stands, and they said go, and. She was like, kind of looking at me, like, "Man, I cannot believe you're doing this to me." So I felt, I feel bad, man. I felt bad, and she said, "No, no, thank you. It was great." And uh, that, that was for me. I felt that's the only one that I kind of felt bad for because everybody else, and and I'm doing TV, and you're like, "Man, I got this. I'll roll with it. No worries." Hey, by, by the way, you look good in blue and gold. Yeah, well, that you know. That sweatshirt that I got you, those special colors for you, right? Yeah, well, you know, uh, since you want to go there, yeah, you know, I'm a hilltopper. I know. M U H S. I'm an alum. I'm a proud alum. And so when you got me the, well, it's kind of an older one, but it you is. Got me, you got it. It says 1250 a.m. on it. Man, you've been eating banana or something. Yeah, it's, bananas, and it's dirty <laughs> and it's blue and gold. But I, I wore it with pride for two reasons. A, you got it for me. Yep. B, it's got the blue and gold colors. I, you know what? I, had, I want that one, though. I want no, the, I don't I have another one of these. But the one that says Sports Radio 105.7 yeah, you know, you know what? the fan. I had a couple in the garage in this little stash I had, and I picked that one specifically because of the colors. Well, yeah, I mean, you're very kind and generous in your giving. Yeah, well, you're, you're, you're Mike McGiving. <laughs> yeah, that's that. You know what? Tell other people that because, you know, I'm not sure everybody believes that, but I appreciate, appreciate you saying that. Hey, do you, uh, and, and I've asked you this before, and you've given me the answers, but no. But now that you're sitting courtside, uh, this this makes you miss coaching high school basketball a little bit. No. Okay, let's get to a break. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no I, you know, let me tell you, I, I, um, I, I, I enjoy the game and being around the game, but all the other responsibilities and things you have to deal with, you know, I, I've had, I had my time, you know, and, and I'm good with this, and, and I applaud these coaches and their staffs and their spouses for making this happen because it is not easy to be a high school coach at any time in in life and in today's society. Hey, do you think I'll miss it next year? Um, I you know you may initially, but you know you've got other things going on. Yes. And so the fact that you've got other things going on, and I have other things going on, oh, and so oh, do you think? You know, yeah. So. You know, when you have other things going on, it it, it helps you to not miss some of those things. Hey, the, the relationships you build, right. the, the the locker room, the being with the guys, you're going to miss some of that. Yeah. You know, and because you're a relationship-driven person. Correct. 100%. Just, just as I am. Yep. And so that's the, the greatest part I miss in this are those daily touches. Yeah. That daily touch. You know, you miss the touch. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Uh, you, you build relationships in other ways, and, and um, that's what we do. And so I'm, I'm really good. So so no one has to send me an a email about applying for a job. You know, uh, really? Because yeah. a couple guys already asked me if uh, they, they get your resume. <laughs> hey, uh, you talked about you've got other things going on, and, and we haven't had a chance. I keep talking about it, but we haven't had a chance to talk about how book sales are going. Um, and, and thank you again. Uh, I, I've gotten some books for my family, and, and they just love it. Getting Undressed from Paralysis to Purpose. And uh, David uh, David Cooks, you can go to davidcookspeaks.com. And, and here's what I would recommend. I would go on that website, and if you're a church, if you're a company, if you're a team, if you're a coach, and you, you want somebody to come to speak to your group, this is the guy. And, and when you read the book, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Because, and we had this conversation, David, this book... Can, can reach home to a lot of different homes all over the place. 
being from the city, being from the suburbs, wherever you're from and whatever you do for a living, there's something in this book for them. You know, I am just so humbled by the, the success the book is having literally across the country and, and in other parts of the world. Um, and, and I never thought that my little story would be that impactful. Well, it's, you know what, and, and maybe in your world it's a little story, but it's not. And, and I've told this before, but I've read the book, and I keep finding new things about you. The fact, you know, I know I was second to write the forward. Joe Sweeney, not, not, a, hey, not a bad, you know what, that gives the book all kinds of credibility. That's why it's on the front, the forward by best-selling author Joe Sweeney. And I thought it was really well done. Um, this book has gotten... It's gotten a lot of great reviews, and it's gotten you in some places and introduced um, introduced to some people that maybe you would not have been able to be introduced to. And now you're getting out and speaking quite a bit. Uh, do you like that part? Yeah, I love the speaking part. You I do. Mean, that's what I'm really gifted to do, and it's it's a natural thing for me to do. And so I don't have to uh, deal with 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 being nervous before I get out and that kind of stuff. And and that's when I'm at my best. Yeah. Uh, with corporations and. And, and schools and churches and all that kind of stuff. And I'm excited about this first quarter coming up. I mean, I'm booked, uh, getting booked pretty solid and got some traveling to do um, to other parts of the country. And, and just to have that opportunity, Mike, I'm, I'm grateful for every opportunity I always get and, and take full advantage of them. Hey, uh, so you're going to miss a couple of Saturdays coming no, up? No, I'm going to always try to. Yeah, I, I, okay. I, cause my, my goal is to, <laughs> is, is to if I have a, a Monday engagement and another uh, city. I, my goal is to fly out on that Sunday morning. I, I don't want to miss Saturday. So and that's, that's, that's the David Cooks. Again, davidcooksspeaks.com. Uh, do yourself a favor. Pick up his book, Getting Undressed from Paralysis to Purpose. Thank you so much, man. It's good to see you. We're going to get to a break so Bart and I can get going on the Thomas Moore St. Mary Springs game. Uh, David, have a good Happy New Year. Hey. That's, oh, yeah. Happy New Year. How about that? Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.